that's one thing that, you know you're really not prepared for whenever you get started like you think you just yeah. oh, i'm just gonna record and have some fun and like you do that like yeah. when you do the podcast that's the best part it's fun but then it's like dude, like cause I, so i did all the posting for the episode that just came out today yeah on the drive here Oh. And it was like I was sitting there laughing at myself because I was like, "Fuck, am I even done?" Yeah. So you go, I go both Instagrams, both Instagram stories, Twitter, uh, a fleet, which is Twitter's story, yeah, Facebook, the Facebook story, and then I can go do a TikTok if I feel like doing that. Yeah, God it's damn, like, it's like, dude, the fucking grind, man. Yeah, well, people and people don't understand that. Like, um, I mean, I'm sure you see this, you know, now considering you're in this space, uh, there's a new podcast every fucking day. Yeah. But people don't understand, like, this shit's actually work, you know? And mm-hmm. I think you brought that to my attention. You know, I started doing it, and it was fun, and then I kind of got burnt out after, like, a year almost. Yeah. You know, that's why I took this long-ass break, you know? And it's like either be 100% in or don't even bother. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because you can't, I mean, you could do it, like, maybe 25% of the time, but don't expect to get, like, that massive following you're wanting, you know? Because yeah. uh, it's you got to work 110. percent It's a just fucking a, grind, man. And that's what I was yeah. telling. That's what I was telling uh, one of my guests. I was saying because we were talking about uh, he was asking if I was going to do video because yeah. like I record every podcast on my phone and I'll cut it up for clips. Yeah, which but, is brilliant, by the way. <laughs> but well, it is if I would do it. Yeah, but that's the thing is like people, anyone who, um, anyone who you know pays attention well like well i don't see that many clips it's like yeah yeah because by the time i get to where i'm ready to do clips it's like this that's gonna be the third or fourth time i've listened to the podcast yeah yeah yeah. and so it's a yeah. motherfucker to find because so you also have to find a, a clip that's to get it to when you post it for it to do well yeah it has to be like 60 seconds or less mm. okay and in a podcast it's a long conversation so yeah. In order to find something where it's sixty seconds or less, and it you and you get like the full like it makes sense from beginning to end, yeah, it's fucking tough. Oh, for sure. Because it, even with like editing, you know, I do all my own edits as well for the uh, each episode. And after listening to it for like the second and third time, like I enjoy this conversation while it's live, right? But when you're listening to it over and over, you're like, God damn, you know, it almost makes you want to get kind of lazy. You know, you yeah. can't, you know, you have to just comb through it and, you know, find any little um, fuck ups, you know, or anything you, you want to take out. So, you know, I'm sure it could be a pain in the ass with the clips, too. It is, especially because like like you said, like you have the you do the podcast. Yeah. And then you so you do it. And that's like when you hear it the first time. Yeah. It's like live. You hear it, but you really don't think too much about it. But you know what y'all talked about. Yeah, for sure. And then you go to edit the audio, the actual podcast that's going to go on Spotify or wherever. Yeah. <clears throat> So that's your second time to hear it. Yeah. And then <laughs> if you're if you're like me, whenever you post it, I sk- I always skim through it. Yeah. When it's like in Anchor or wherever, I always skim through it to make sure everything's good right before I post it. Yeah. And then you post it there. So that's like my third time to listen to it. Yeah. And then when it comes time for the clips, it's like, <laughs> man, I'm sitting here waiting for a 60 second like soundbite that I can take out, and it's like, dude, this is fucking work oh yeah i'm tired of hearing you're tired of hearing yourself exactly it's like watching the uh, the same movie like over and over and over and over and over i'd rather do that though i mean (laughs) i watched the i've watched the entire series of the office like five times i'm good i'm good (laughs) but listening to my own podcast four times in a row within two days of each other i'm like dude i can't do it yeah i'm burnt (laughs) i'm done i can't handle it 
Yeah, hell yeah. Well, anyways, Cade Fuller, everybody. What's up, brother? What's going on, my man? Not much, We're man. We're back, it's, huh? We're fucking back, bro. It's been a minute. Um, Like I said, your boy had to take some time off. Um, I, You know, I told the other guys this as well. Like, I enjoy the shit out of this mm-hmm. and talking with people. Um, But, you know, I was going hard for like a year, you know, like consistently just boom, 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 boom. And also new to the space, you know. Um, yeah. And after going so hard, you know, you get tired and, you know, sort of like burnt out. You know, and I did quick, you know, yeah. so I needed um, uh, even at even like February, you know, I did a I did an episode um, and then I had some episodes like, uh, you know, in the safe, yeah. if you will. But uh, I was like, man, I got to I got to take some time off, yeah. you know, because I'm I'm, I'm tired, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because yeah. people forget we have lives outside of this, mm-hmm. you know, like, yes, it helps for the show, you know, to talk about different shit. But we also have shit we have to do outside of podcasting Fuck you know yeah. so i come in like any content creator but i really come in like youtubers you know and all these people that are grinding and doing this full time dude you know it is man it's it's a full-time job yeah for once you start because i mean like you said so like we have you know your regular job regular work whatever yeah and then you have your and then you have life that you have that you do whether you're doing something with friends or like you yeah. know me with my son he's got baseball and school and all this stuff that i've, I've got to take care of yeah you got a and full then, plate yeah and then you got and then you go do your you know the podcast or whatever your your other avenue is and it's like dude you're, you get fucking tired yeah yeah absolutely tired. yeah man it's uh it's a grind i enjoy it though like i'm uh i'm glad to uh to be back you know because it comes with perks like this shit I brought today uh, for everybody listening. Uh, I have a good buddy. He was actually on the podcast, uh, HCX Beer Dude. Um, he owns a, a few uh, burger joints, and uh, he's really good friends with the people over at uh, Urban South, uh, which is a brewery in Houston. And you know, he hooked me up. <laughs> so we're gonna try, you know, a few different brews today and kick it. Sweet. You know, it comes with different perks, and I'll have them on the show as well really soon. Um, Hopefully I can get a get that collab. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be real cool. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Hell yeah, bro. So what's new, man? Like I see you grinding every fucking day, you know, on on your show. What's new in your life though? Oh man. As far as life, man, it's just same basically the same except, you know, work. Yeah. And then uh, you know, like I said, I got my son, he's doing his thing. He's in school yeah. on his got his baseball thing going on now, dude. Little League Baseball. Yeah. Fuck, man. How's it? it? Is a, it's a whole... That deserves a whole Netflix documentary. The baseball, yeah. Yeah, the Little League... Because Little League... You, at least for me, like, the way I look at it, I'm like, okay, these kids are... In his league, right? They're five and six years old. Yeah. I don't I don't expect him... I don't expect all of them to be perfect. I don't expect all of them to... Yeah. I expect each one of them to fuck up multiple times a game. Yeah. Period. <laughs> they're five and six years old. Yeah, the kid. They're, babies yeah you know? and so like what i want them to what i want him to do and i just tell i tell me and him have the same talk before every game i'll pull him to the side and i'm like look yeah don't worry i said don't worry if you mess up i said i just want you to do to do your best and have fun with your friends that's yeah, it have some fun and yeah. he's like okay got it <laughs> and he's good but then you see some of these coaches dude there's some co- there's almost a fight on between two of the teams <laughs> like the coaches and there's oh, these co- and the team that we're supposed to, we were supposed to have a game tomorrow. I don't know if they're. I think we're gonna have to reschedule it. Yeah. But uh, the team we're we were supposed to play tomorrow. Yeah. Is the is the team that's the problem? Like the coaches are like, do not fuck around. Like yeah. they're throw, they're yelling at kids, grabbing them, throwing like pushing them where they're supposed to be. And I'm like, they are 
fucking six. Yeah, what's what like, are you doing? What's funny about just like coaches getting mad at like coach fights is in baseball. When I think about it, I just see two grown ass men like yelling at each other, like yeah. kicking dirt and shit on each other. Dude, yeah, <laughs> like that's the image I get. You know, it's and, it's crazy though. <laughs> and they're all fucking everybody's screaming at each other, and then the whole thing is ca- so the whole thing is chaos. The uh, like so, just for example, our first game. Yeah. You know, it's first game of season. Some of these kids have never played baseball before. And so, like, you're still trying to, like, they've they've had practice. And, you know, we can only practice so much. So, yeah. there's going to be some stuff that they weren't prepared for. And, dude, I was the third. Appreciate you. Appreciate you. Yeah, so there's stuff, like, they're not prepared for. So, like, I was the third base coach. So, I'm supposed to, like, I'm, like, supposed to tell them when to run. Yeah. Right? Well, problem with that is you have a first base coach who's standing on the base with them. Right. Or who's right there. So when they're on first, they're right next to the coach. Yeah. And that coach can, like, tap them and say, all right, go and run. Yeah. When when a player gets to me at third, I can sit there and say, all right, run home because yeah. they're right next to me. But when they're on second, no one is out there. And so they <laughs> – and they're five and six years old, so they're just looking off, yeah, looking at the dirt, talking to the other team. Yeah. And then whenever <laughs> – Somebody hits the ball, all the moms and all the parents are screaming in the stands. Yeah. So those kids can't hear. Yeah. And so you were just, I was just yelling. Run! I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like Britton, run! <laughs> she's just like, she's just looking off in the outfield and like, you can't run out there and like yeah. get their attention because then you like, I think, I think it's automatic out or something. Yeah. Like and so you're just like, you're just sitting there like, fuck it. And then the, <laughs> you know, these coaches are so competitive. They're just like, they're like, fuck it. Should have taught her better. And they uh, just, they'll just look at her uh, or man, look at, not her, up. like any of them. We do yeah. have one girl on the team, but they'll look at any of them. They'll just look at them and be like, oh, they're not running. Tag uh, them out. They ain't, they ain't ready. <laughs> yeah. It's fucking wild world, dude. Damn it, man. <laughs> it's fun, though. Yeah. So I haven't tried this one yet, man. Hopefully it's good. <laughs> it's, oh, yeah. I mean, it's called a, it's an IPA for sure. And there was another one. It's like combo plate. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one is, uh, oh, okay. This is combo plate yeah. as well. It's probably like 11% alcohol. Is that crazy? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's where the name is on these things. Coconut chocolate. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, I know. I didn't even consider what Pal is drinking all this shit because it's a slew of flavors, bro. So you're going to love these two. (laughs) You're going to love these two for sure because, I mean, I love the fuck out of those. I mean, you might not. Who knows? But this one's like a chocolate milk. Yes. This one's like a smoothie. Um, This is another IPA. This shit's called like Triple I-10 or some shit. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, I figured we get the the big boys out the way first. Yeah. You know, and then uh, follow up with some dessert. That's interesting. They make all, they do the, uh, it's interesting they do like not just your standard beer, you know what I'm Crab saying? Crab shit. Yeah, yeah bro. Yeah, like the, this one is supposed to be like a chocolate shake kind of. Yeah. So, weird. yeah, because uh, when I discovered HCX Beer Dude, you know, I discovered him due to uh, like hashtags, you know, the when I uh, created the podcast, mm-hmm. you know, kept using beer hashtags and I found him. And um, this dude would have like one of these at like 9 a.m. You know, I love beer, but I'm like, how the fuck is he drinking beer that early? You know, yeah. like that's crazy. Um, and then he came on the show. He brought like 160 different flavors. God damn. Yeah, he, we we got fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> and um, uh, you know, he he pulled out one of them and it tasted like a smoothie. You know, and it all made sense. Hmm. And I, maybe I I don't think I drink that at 9 a.m. I got yeah. shit to do. Dude, but. I did that yesterday. 
<laughs> it was the fucking worst. Uh, uh, yeah. So I, <laughs> we have these like annual education things to do at, at uh, the hospital. Yeah. Most medical jobs, you have annual educations. And uh, they were due. Like, I didn't realize they, they were due the day before. And I was yeah. like, oh, shit. So I had to, I had to knock them out. It's, it's the same ones every year. So I've, I've done this. You know, I've done these tests probably five times by now. So it's pretty easy. Well, me and this new guy, we were hanging out and uh, we were hanging out and like knocking them out together. I was helping yeah. him get through them, and we left. And he was like, "He's like, man, let's go get some breakfast." And I was like, "All right, fuck it. Where are we going?" I was like, "Where do you want to go?" And immediately he's like, "Rusty Taco. We're going to Rusty Taco." And I was like, "Shit. All right, fuck it. Yeah, whatever." <laughs> and we get there, and then we get there, order some food, and sit down. And he like he br- he goes and grabs two margaritas and like brings me one and sets one. And this is at what time? Dude, so we got off, <laughs> we. We left work at probably eight, yeah, and went straight there. So this is probably eight fifteen. Do you have uh, you know, because you know, I sometimes do overnight work as well. Do you have any problems like, like when you get off? Like, are, are you awake or do you like sort of, mm. are you kind of groggy or? I'm usually tired, man. Yeah, I'm usually tired, but and I'm probably gonna have a heart attack, dude. <laughs> like, if I'm being honest, I'm probably gonna have a heart attack. Knock on wood, man. The, nah, <laughs> you know. Let go and let God. Yeah, we're gonna. <laughs> we're, I think I'm gonna have a heart attack one day because, um, even if I am tired, yeah, the way I fix it is I take a shower. Mm. I go take a shower and it wakes me up. Yeah, and if I got something to do, I just go. Yeah, and so and you know working nights, working nights, but then having like a you know like a family and everything, like you yeah. have to change your sleep schedule constantly for sure, which is for not sure. good for you. Yeah, and then. For me, so I'll either work two days in a row or three days in a row. Yeah. I never work more than that. It's like t- I'll do two, be off two, work three, be off two or something. Oh, that's smart. Yeah. So it's either like two or three days I'll work in a row and that's it. But in doing that, that means every two or three days I'm switching my sleep schedule. Yeah. To where I have to. Damn. Dude. Yeah. It's but, fucking tough. Well, that's and you tough just get right up there. And like, so like I worked last night, right? So I worked last night. Yeah. Got off at seven this morning, went home uploaded the podcast and everything or finished editing uploaded it yeah. fell asleep for like hour and a half yeah. and then got up to come here damn bro. and i've worked tonight see i didn't even fucking think about that my bad dude we could have like when uh oh, you, no, you I, left I, the i said yes to it so yeah i, know, I knew what i was doing when you left there you could you know what i'm saying could have came here the reason i ask is because like i'll have a problem like overnight dude, i get fucking sleepy between the hours of like 3 30 mm-hmm. and like 5 but anytime after that, it's like energy and people are moving around me. Yeah. So I'm awake. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't have a problem being awake after that. But those that time, like that window, you know, I'm ready to knock the fuck out. You know, yeah. There's no way I'm staying up. You that's know? part But that working nights like that. That's part of why I'm able to stay so consistent mm. is because yeah. with my with my job, sometimes there's a lot. I mean, you got to think I'm working. I, I work nights at a hospital, yeah. but not on not like in the er or i work like our building is a psych facility so at night the patients go to sleep you know you know they're all they're medicated or whatever they go to sleep and then if we don't get any new patients in that night then there's nothing to do past nine o'clock yeah so during that downtime i'm working i'm like you know reaching out to people or um trying to cut up some clips if i if i'll listen to it I've edited episodes at work. 
Yeah, yeah, that, that makes sense for sure. And also, um, you know, people forget, like, uh, and this is for any uh, content creator, a newcomer, um, we're in different time zones, you know what I'm saying? So mm. uh, you got to be mindful of that, you know, whether it be you're trying to get somebody from overseas, East Coast, West Coast, you know, it's a whole different time zone. It's like, uh, it's super early still in Cali right now, or not really 10 o'clock, but you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just a different um well we're all on different schedules yeah for sure you know it's just those night shifts are tough though they're no joke man yeah especially whenever you're doing something like like we are with like podcasts and everything man i know when i know recently i had a night where and i said said i'll never record on a sunday again (laughs) because you know i post every monday yeah and so i usually have the have the edit done by Sunday. Yeah. It'll be done by Sunday. That way you can just hit the button. That way in the morning I just upload it yeah. and then do my check, make sure everything sounds good, and then you know, yeah. actually upload it uh, fi- the final time. But um, I had a night recently where it was a Sunday, so I recorded I recorded Sunday, and it was I recorded from like it was it was like five to it was like five to seven was whenever the guest was there. It wasn't a full two hour podcast, but he was there like two hours. Yeah. And so when I got done with that, then you know, feed my son, give him a bath, put him in bed. He's at school in the morning. Yeah. Do that, but then I got to edit the episode. Yeah. So then I eat, I edit the episode. I get done at like two in the morning. Well, I get up, I have to get up at five 30 to get him ready for school. Yeah. So two in the morning, I'm finally going, I'm finally deciding to go to sleep. Go take a shower. Yeah. Whatever. Get in bed. Dude, total. I think I slept like two hours and yeah. I was up, started the next day. God damn. Dude. <laughs> that's hell it's right there, bro. <laughs> yeah. That's hell. I was, uh, man, this is a while back listening to a master P interview. And he was saying, like, because, you know, back in, like, his prime, he was the man. He was doing shit, yeah. like, a lot. So um, the inter- the people interviewing him asked him, like, how did you, like, when did you sleep? He was like, man, I didn't sleep. He was like, but I had to physically stay moving. Yeah. He was like, if I didn't, like, the moment I sat down, I was falling asleep. Yeah. You know, and it makes sense. He was like, you got to physically stay. And then, of course, you know, uh, eating right and taking care of your body. But he was like, I had to physically, you know, continue Mm-hmm. moving you know and that, that makes a lot of sense uh yeah i, I relate to that 100 percent. yeah 100 percent because I, I do the same stuff like i said I, i'll take a shower to wake up yeah just because yeah. and i do the same thing with with my son in the mornings for school yeah. so, so to start his even though he takes a bath at night or whatever yeah. to start his day i make him take a bath yeah because you can't you can't stay tired while you're taking a bath for sure because you're <laughs> you're fucking wet and then you get up and then you're cold yeah and then it, you're just so then you have to dry yourself off which is basically like you're just shaking yourself with a towel yeah so like you it'll, it'll wake you up yeah a you lot of people find, do you find like tricks a, a lot of people do like a shock therapy you know i mm-hmm. tried it for a little bit but that water gets cold <laughs> oh know? yeah or it's yeah, like yeah. a free like a cold shower just yeah. straight cold, you know ice cold water i used to do that too yeah it's uh like you know around this um uh, around the time where uh, we were losing power and shit due to weather um, I was taking cold showers and I think the easiest or the the trick to it is like inhaling, like to take a deep breath. So it sounds crazy, but it works. Dude, you know? Or bring a uh, shower beer in there. Dude, that's a fucking game <laughs> yeah. changer. Yeah. Bring some uh, some bourbon in that bitch. <laughs> Dude, I, I used to that used to be my routine was whenever I would do it, whenever I take like a cold shower or something to wake up. Yeah, I would do that. And I'll take a uh, 
I'll take like a cold like margarita or something in the shower with me. Yeah. And then because it's it's just like one more thing to keep you busy. Mm. Like you're drinking it or whatever. Yeah. It's just one more thing. Hell yeah. You got to find tricks, dude, because it's tough. Oh, yeah. It's fucking definitely tough. tough. You know, it feels good to be back in the studio. And, um, you know, the the people we're having on the people I'm having on this month is uh, it'll be interesting. So, yeah. Yeah. You know, I'm glad to have you back in here as the uh, I guess you could call this the birthday episode. Yeah. Of the, the anniversary show. episode. Yeah. Huh? The anniversary episode year. for one fucking year. You know, it's crazy. Um, uh, You know, with anything, I try to stay consistent. But like with this, you know, we. It's been pretty consistent, you know what I'm saying? So, um, uh, you know, I, I can uh, pat myself on the back for that. Ready for your one year anniversary, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Dude, it's <laughs> that. I'll tell you what, though, for I'll say for anybody who is gonna do something like this, like a podcast or whatever it may be, yeah, dude, immediately, like before you start your first one, create a, a schedule, yeah, like don't don't just burn yourself like try to do two episodes three episodes in a week just because mm-hmm. you have the guest space i would say spe- i mean you 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 could probably speak on it better because you actually did get burnt out but uh i would say i would tell everybody space it out yeah F- find a posting schedule like mine's once a week and so th- i know like i have a full week to, f- to record another episode absolutely and edit one episode yeah and to uh other guys that have a little bit more experience and probably both of us combined oh, i yeah. told them like uh as the you know the young young buck coming in i told them like look man i'm knocking out two and three a week and they're like bro you're gonna get burnt out they mm-hmm. told me that early on yeah you know and then that shit happened you know and i'm like you know what i can fight through this nah you're gonna yeah. you burn yourself out well so so a guy um a guy i've been a guest on his show a few times uh shout out to, shout out to jay fred he uh he has a show um he has a podcast and he me and him he, we got connected through um, through some of the website where it's like all podcast creators. I forgot what it's called. I don't I don't use it because there's barely anybody on there. Yeah, but uh, we got connected through that, and I did his podcast, and me and him were talking off air, and he was like, and he's like, yeah, well, I got I'm doing I just uh, posted one before the before this one. I said, like, well, okay. I was like, well, when does mine go? I was like, when's this one gonna go up? I'll share it. And Next he's like, month. and no, no, he goes, oh, probably in. Th-, he said, once I get done, once we're done talking, probably thirty minutes. And I was like, you're just gonna post it? And he was like, yeah, I don't really have to edit too much. Damn. And I was like, damn. And so he had just posted one before we recorded. Yeah. And then he was about to post another one that same night. Damn. And I was like, man. And then so he was telling me all his guests. He's like, yeah, I got a guest tomorrow. And they have another one Wednesday. And like he was going through it. And I was like, dude, you got to space those out. For and sure. I, but, but also, we and him started around the same time. So I don't want to be the person to be like or i i, I don't feel like i should say like i know for sure right right i would just say man i was like man i would space them out you know yeah. and he was like he's like oh i got a lot of guests or whatever i'm reaching out to a bunch of people and he was cranking out episodes like daily <sighs> and dude it is which when you don't edit yeah it's kind of not that bad yeah yeah and it's honestly early on it's it's exciting you know i mean yeah, you, know, yeah. you know this it's super exciting but once you're doing it and you're like you're into it uh you start to understand and you know grasp what's going on you know like i honestly as of now we'll be doing one episode a week as well you know for for yeah, a dude. while you know for a while that way i think that's gonna help you a lot because i know yeah. i know you got burnt out i mean you've talked about it a lot off air yeah um how it's just like oh you know because i mean you got a lot of shit going on as well yeah um you know you got you look like you're running about three or four different businesses at the same <laughs> time so like 
you know, you're wearing yourself thin. Yeah. And uh, I think that's going to be a game changer for you is yeah. getting that getting that posting schedule, something that's manageable for you. Yeah. I think that's going to help you. Yeah. Until, you know, we um, until I take on I always say we because I'm used to just being like a team player. But uh, and, until, you know, I bring on like a, a set of guys for in which I can call a team, you know, mm-hmm. uh, someone that's going to edit maybe eventually someone that will edit the videos as well. Um, until that happens, yeah, I must stay uh, consistent with the one post per uh, uh, week, which will now it'll be Wednesdays. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So I think that'll help you. Yeah. Like, so look at this. This was I'm gonna read his post, which I'm not talking bad about him. You know, he he knows he knows I love the dude. I'm just yeah. I'm just saying like it's one of those things where you're gonna get burnt out. Oh, for so sure. So like, so this was his posting schedule, right? He's his first ep- or his third episode came out January 11th. And then he goes 24th, 27th, 28th, 31st. Now we're February 2nd, 3rd, 4th, 5th, like every single day. But Damn. see, but now we go up to my point, though, or both of our points. Yeah. His last post, his last episode was March 24th. Mm. Okay. Well, now is April 12th. Ah, yeah. You see what I'm saying? That's so true. he's already. It, it, whether he couldn't get a guest or whatever it may yeah. be, that consistency is now gone. Yeah, because they, it's it, and he might be burnt out. I haven't talked to him. There's so many factors. I mean, you, you know, you know this just as well as I do. There's so many factors. Guests cancel all the time. Oh, dude, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, <laughs> you know, guests will they'll cancel last minute. You can be at the studio. You know what I'm saying? They, they will fucking cancel on you. Yeah. Um, that's one one thing I can say about you though, bro. You've been reliable as shit. You know the whole time. I try to be. Man. <laughs> Yeah, we probably. I think I'm pretty sure we've talked about it on one of the first times I was on your podcast. Is like, yeah. whatever I do, I try to be a professional at it. Whatever you know, even it sounds it sounds silly whenever you look at it in ways of like, um, when you look at it like being a guest. Like I yeah. try, like I'm a professional guest, meaning like you tell me a time, I'm there early in case there's something you need to go over. Yeah, you know I. Shit, I brought an extra SD card. Dude. I was that prepared. <laughs> yeah, today, and man, just in case you needed it. Yeah, bro, and obviously I did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, because you know, just any little thing. Like I'm always in a rush. I tried to. Uh, um, I had this gentleman, older guy. He told me a, a long time ago. He was like, "Man, you're like, you uh, you do you try to do a lot of things, and you're scatterbrained. So you need to write down like mm-hmm. a to do list or write down shit. So I try to stay." Uh, in tune with like a notepad you know because yeah. it sort of helps me but uh just today i was sort of just rushing doing something and then i was like you know what um you know so i, I cancel a lot as well as the host yeah. but i need to um you know we need to get this done i haven't hollered at my boy in a minute so. i know man that's what we're saying it's been a, it's been a while dude yeah all that does that work though it definitely it definitely works if you can um stay consistent with it you yeah. know what i'm saying like right now i'm trying to uh like if i get something done rip out the page you know yeah. what I'm saying? Rip it out or uh, just scratch it off. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. mark off shit. And on top of that, I'm trying to uh, translate this onto like my laptop. You know what I'm saying? Like onto to do in Microsoft Office or shit like that. So mm-hmm. um, just because, you know, paper and writing shit down, it's it is way more effective. Um, but just to stay more organized, you know, a laptop is that's where to go. You know, it's yeah. it's, it's effective for sure. Yeah, I I use uh so my way of staying like so like 
consistent and on time with everything yeah. is I just set alarms. Mm, so yeah. I said, and this is another thing is like, I, you got to know like when to, cause you're, you're not being an asshole with somebody. If, you're, if you just say, Hey, I, I got to go. I really got to go. I got something yeah. going on. Cause you know, that's one thing that I struggled with for a while was I didn't want to upset anybody. And so I would yeah. just stay and like, let the conversation linger on. But and you I'm know, like, in the back of your and head, I'm like, man, I really, okay. Now I have five minutes. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm fucked. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so eventually you have to just be like, all right, hey, I'll text you. I got to go though. Yeah. You know? no, and, yeah, uh, for sure. But I said, I set alarms for everything. Yeah. That way, as soon as that alarm goes off, I'm like, I'm like, okay, like I can show you right now. So I have to go get my son from school at, uh, he gets out of school at, um, 2.45, yeah. right? So I have an alarm set for 1.40. Yeah. And that means, hey, within, f- in the next five minutes, you need to kind of oh, wrap yeah. it up. And then 1.45 is like, all right, hey, wrap it up. You got to go. got to go, brother. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Damn that's, it, man. That's the- my tech. That's my little technique, man. Just, I set alarms for everything. Yeah. There was, uh, so Segura was just on Rogan, uh, recently, a few days ago. Um, and there was, there was fucking something that he said and I wanted to bring to your attention. I just completely lost my train of thought. Um, it'll come back to me though. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, you know, luckily we have, uh, oh, that's what I wanted to ask you. Like, how do you, how do, how do you feel about like, uh, all these newcomers, like in the podcast community or space? The newcomers? Yeah. Like all these new podcast shows coming up. And- um, I, this, and I can only say this because I've, I'm doing it now. Yeah. It's, um, I really don't pay. Fuck, man. I really don't. Want, I, I don't want to sound like an asshole, but you'll get. Yeah. You'll get what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. I I really don't pay attention to anybody who's new until I see their work ethic and like their posting. Yeah. Like if you are posting once a month, I don't even acknowledge you. Got you. Got I you. I don't care who your guests are. I'm I'm not gonna acknowledge you. Yeah. Or if, or if if you post, you know, sporadic where you post once and then you post a week later and yeah. then your next one is two weeks later yeah and then your next one is just three days later. It's i'm like it's it's so random yeah then there's no way for your there's no way for your listeners to track your show yeah because they don't know when it's coming out and then if you go look at their instagram they're not promoting it like they yeah. should true and so it's like but it's so hard to keep up with and yeah. so hard to stay consistent with i don't even talk to any because i've I have a bunch of people reach out yeah. and if they're new, I'll go ahead. If they're brand new, I will go ahead and like be a guest on their show or whatever, yeah, just to help them out. For sure. But if, if I'll, I always do research ahead of time, I'll like check out their show. And if it's like that, if it's, if it's like sporadic and like they hardly post and then I go find their Instagram or they haven't even made an Instagram for their show yeah. or stuff like that. I'm like, ah, I, what what's this gonna do exactly you know? and you know, we love like we love uh social media you know for personal entertainment and shit um but people need to uh people with businesses or even content creators need to like fully understand i think a lot of people do a lot of people don't though i need to fully understand this shit's like a business card you know what yeah. i'm saying like we've completely gotten rid of business cards mm-hmm. your social media presence is your you know what I'm saying? Your business cards, whether it be podcasting, whether it be, uh, you know, I do automotive shit, whether it be yeah. that or anything. You know what I'm saying? Like you have to you can have a it's personal more accessible one, for sure. It's more accessible because a business card, you have to either. Phys- so here's the th- thing that sucks about business cards. You have to either physically be there with the person. Yeah. So you can't be with everybody. True. But you can through your phone. Yeah. And then also, if you aren't going to physically be there, that means that 
and somebody finds your business card, that means you post, you put it somewhere, gas station, right. market basket, in, in arm's reach for them. Yeah. yeah. But then also when you do that, so say you put it in like a gas station. Okay. Well, who are you trying to? You're trying to. So say for early motor works, right? Yeah. Now a gas station isn't a terrible idea, right? Because you know people who have cars go to the gas station. Yeah. But if you were to put your business card at say like the little bulletin boards at Market Basket, yeah. right? You have to hope a car person comes by. Oh, yeah. You know, you know what I mean? It's like, uh, you know, it's you're gambling. You you're know? gambling. And yeah. then so you've, however much money you spent on those business cards, you've almost yeah. wait, you've wasted it until someone finds it. Yeah. And I, honestly, people, I think business cards are like they were created to lose. <laughs> you know, like, I mean, think about it. Anytime you get one, sometimes, you know, we'll, we'll pay attention to it. If someone gives you a business card, that shit's going to end up like under my seat mm-hmm. or, you know, in the center console collecting dust and dirt and yeah. shit. You know, it's it's not going to go that far, you know. No, dude, you know what the, you know what the uh, new thing is? Is uh, these, these like little tappies uh, and like little tap things. Yeah. So this is like an electronic business card. You got one? Well, I got the card. You got the card. That's what <laughs> yeah. I'm saying, man. Those are that's the new thing because like you keep the card and you just tap it on their phone. Yeah, yeah, and boom, they've they've got your information. They've got everything on the on the phone. That and, and then all, if not, you've you've got your social media for sure. That, that reaches out specifically also, to your audience. If you're gonna do a business card, like I remember, uh, fuck, this was this may have been like 2014, 15, bro. Um, when I first made uh, cards for early, like when it was just uh, apparel and shit, mm-hmm. I would uh. The front of it would say early, right? And it'd be blue, like this loud ass blue. And the back would only have a QR code. Yeah. You know, that way people scan it. It goes immediately. It's almost like a link tree. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It goes to the website or the social media page. But with doing that, I was also able to track the visitors. Anytime you scanned it, Mm -hmm. like I knew, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, so it tracked uh, information, which, uh, which was extremely helpful. Yeah, you gotta get creative, man. That's yeah. the, you gotta get creative whenever you're reaching out, and also you have to consider, like, who who am I trying to target right now? Yeah, you know what I mean. So, like, for mine, if I, like I have a guest who or someone who's a potential guest, and like when I think about it, our audiences don't really match up. Mm. Like my, not that there's anything wrong. I mean, somebody from my audience might actually like them. Somebody that they have might actually like me. Mm-hmm. But when you look at who they're who we appeal to yeah it's like they they're not even the same ballpark polar opposites (laughs) and so it's like it doesn't even make sense kind of doesn't make sense for us to even do an episode yeah it's a you gotta get creative though like so so me like for my audience this is something that i'm i'm thinking about doing now hopefully i won't get in trouble for it but uh so for my audience usually like just my content and my guests yeah my audience is going to be is like males from from my analytics yeah. my audience is males 18 to 45 mm-hmm. is is yeah. my audience right so when i'm one thing like just an example to be creative so i'm going to an astros game on the uh, 23rd yeah and so what i'm what i'm going to do is i have some qr stickers yeah I, and I have some qr stickers and i'm going to go place them at the uh i'm going to go put them on the they, on these like ta- they have charging tables yeah at uh at the game like if your phone dies they have like all these plugs and you can go stand there oh, well while you're yeah. standing there on your phone i'm gonna go put that sticker ah, right there on those tables yeah and then also while i'm there you know around thousands of people yeah i'm just gonna airdrop all my information <laughs> whoever picks it up picks it up oh man yeah that's genius right there yeah, yeah, i mean everybody's like, right oh, there shit. just airdrop it and everyone loves uh podcasts you know what i'm saying like 
you know, and w- what's also cool about podcasting is unless like the uh, the app or the website tells you like this is a new uh, show, like you don't know. Like if you just go to Spotify and type in podcast, mm-hmm. you don't know it's new. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like so, which is good because. Uh, unfortunately, like with new shows, some people are like, oh, they're new. I don't want to listen. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you know, a, a lot of people give it a try. A lot of people or you know, I'd rather listen to someone that's more uh, established. established. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah. Well, I mean, the the only difference is the established people. You got it for one. You got to give the new people a chance because yeah. for one, you don't know. You, you never know like what they're actually putting out. Like they might just have it from the get go and just be great at it. Like, I don't feel like I'm super critical of all my episodes. I yeah. think they all suck. Me too. Like, I say all the time, I'm like, oh, that episode. <laughs> nah, bro. Sucks. Honestly, since, was, since, like, since you started, your episodes have been good. All of them. And that's what I've heard, but yeah. but that's great. But for me, I think they all suck. Yeah, so, you're just looking to do better. And, yeah, and, and but that's the thing. Like, with these new people, it's like anything. When you first start out, you're going to suck at it. Like who, who, how many people tied their shoe the first time correctly? Oh yeah. Never. You got to <laughs> practice. You got to keep doing it and yeah. and practice at it. Yeah. And so that's, I mean, you get, that's, that's what I would tell new people as well. It's like, once you like, don't give up just cause like you can't hold a conversation well or whatever it may be. Yeah. You're going to find that, like you're going to find that rhythm. You're going to figure out the tricks, how to do it. Oh yeah, for sure. For I sure. still struggle with that. Yeah, Dude, me too. I've, I've realized I've got to stop doing episodes after I work out. Oh, yeah. I've done I think I've done three or four episodes now after after a workout. Yeah. And uh dude it's fucking <laughs> rough. Yeah. It's like every thought that I could possibly have is gone. Yeah. I'm just like, I don't I got nothing. You're man. like, oh fuck that. Dude. <laughs> but no nah, man, even on the uh oh no, that's what it was. But uh, you know, I got so excited thinking about it, I was gonna jump and cut off a lot of shit that we just talked about. Um uh Segura, it was the Segura episode a few days ago. They were talking about Drive to Survive, dude. Oh yeah, really? yeah, yeah. He was like uh he was like, Man, he was telling Joe, he was like this is probably the best documentary I've seen in a long time. Yeah. You know, it is. It's good the way, like he said, it. it's the way they uh, produced it and created it. It makes you become a fan. It does. Of F1, you know, because before this, I wasn't a, I didn't give a shit about that sport. You know, so I is that like what cars. got you into it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I like cars for sure. I've always loved cars, but I wasn't like, you know, paying attention to this shit every season. You know, I'm yeah. not even going to front like I was. Nah. Like, I'm a new, new fan, you yeah, know? Same. Well, so I was, like, almost anti-racing. Yeah. Like, I, like rally car is cool yeah. because there's, like, I mean, so much room for error. So, like, the way, like, jumps and dirt tracks and drifting and, like, you just combine everything. Like, yeah. but I've, I c- couldn't tell you one rally car dra- driver. Yeah. Like, I, I was, like, almost anti-racing because, like, to me, why the fuck are there so many laps? Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> Like, yeah. <laughs> in, especially in NASCAR, why is there so many goddamn laps? Yeah, why are we here doing this? <laughs> like, yeah, you're doing a big oval, yeah. and I I get it. There's fucking technique and skill, and I'm not knocking that. I'm just saying, yeah, it is the same shit for the viewer. It is the same shit every fucking like yeah. after after ten fifteen laps, we get it. We yeah. get it. Why do we, why do we need 199 laps? <laughs> yeah, we true. get it. And yeah. so. uh that's why I, I used to always say, hit like text me two laps when there's two laps left. Yeah. So let me know when there's two laps left. I'll come check it out. Yeah. Because then it's still like exciting. Yeah. And but uh, 
Yeah, and then you were like, you told me to check out Drive to Survive, and I was like, all right, fuck it, I'll get you know at least F one has some turns into yeah, it and some different, variables, different tracks, <laughs> and it's pretty cool that they kind of race in the middle of a city. Like yeah. they just shut a city down for this yeah, sometimes. It's huge. And like, uh, what is in um, what's the big one? Monaco. Monaco. The that's Monaco the Grand best, Prix, bro. That's Dude, that best. one's yeah, that one's the best. Everyone goes out there, so much fucking money. Yeah, people then, are in fucking yachts, like watching. Yeah like billion dollar teams go at it you know yeah. like it's crazy it's fucking nuts yeah and then uh, so i watched that i watched the documentary and i was like oh fuck <laughs> now there's one more thing i'm keeping up with yep. <laughs> yeah yeah man. you get hooked that documentary is awesome yeah i told i told a bunch of people about it that first race bro this this season was i watched the entire first race it's going to be a super interesting season man the, yeah the, the whole race was exciting the, the whole time, like every team, it's like the playing field is somewhat becoming level. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like, don't get me wrong. The top dogs are still Mercedes and Red Bull. But yeah. it's not like Mercedes isn't blowing out every other team like every other year. You yeah. know, Red Bull, like Max is on Hamilton's ass. So but, so I just watched a video the other night and uh, I'll actually find it sent it to you. I don't know. How, I, I assume this is a pretty credible YouTube channel. Yeah. And uh, so I would assume they're what they're saying is correct, but apparently the reason that is because now they're starting to. So one thing I, I actually loved about F one yeah. that you learn in the in the season one of the documentary is that it's not fair. Yeah, it's like if you've got more money and you got more sponsors, you're probably gonna have a better car. Yeah, it is. What and they're it just is. like that's too fucking bad. Get more money. Yeah. But you're in charge of your budget. You go find the people. I think that's fair. I think it's fair. Yeah. Well, so what apparently from what I learned in this video is that they're capping certain teams. Mm. Like they capped uh they capped Mercedes. For sure. And that's part <laughs> of that's part of why they uh that's part of why they're the playing field is kind of getting leveled out. Yeah. And there's there's a lot that goes into it that um that they are trying to make it more. That they're trying to make it more of a level playing field. I, yeah. I'm not. I'm not a fan of that. I'm not either. Uh, you know, honestly, this was another podcast. Uh, I forget which one, but they were saying uh, the podcaster. He was like, "If you put me in Hamilton's car, I mean, I'll beat everybody too." No, bro. No, you no, won't. That's fucking the best drivers in the best car for a reason. Right. Like you know, and I think uh, like with those, what is it top? like 20 drivers in the world yeah, yeah i mean you could probably put one of those guys in hamilton's car they'll, they'll do good i mean we saw that with uh uh russell but he's i think he's just naturally a good driver i mean they all are but uh but at the same time like that driver knows his car you know what i'm saying yeah. like hamilton knows his car uh valtteri knows his car you know what i'm saying so it's like you have to uh you have to know a little bit about the car and the functions or or you're not you're gonna do shit Kind of fuck up the first turn. Yeah, you know. Well, I mean, it's all feel. I mean, that's why they have all the uh, all the practices. Yeah, like they have practices leading up to like. So they have the practices um, before the season, like the testing. They call it testing. Yeah. So like they like that's where they test the cars and they work out the kinks and they see like what their where their issues are, make sure the car's running right, and that's time for the driver to get used to it. Yeah. And then, but they have practices before every race. They oh, have like yeah, where they sure. have three practices or yeah, something before yeah. every race. One, two, three. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, it's it's like all weekend. It's all, and then it's the race. <laughs> they have three. They have three practices. They have qualifying and then the race. Yeah. So like they're constantly driving that course and getting used to that car, and uh, but so 
one thing I, I don't remember if this was in the documentary or if I saw this on a different video I watched, but like everything, you can't just put a different driver in any car because yeah. even things like the pedal depth and the the shape of the seat is molded to the driver. Mm. Mm, yeah, it's like customized. Have you seen that? No, I didn't the know. The seats are yeah. custom molded to the driver. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. And the, and sick. where the pedals and another thing that uh, that you uh that you learn, I think you learn it in I think you see it in the documentary is that the drivers are not sitting up. Yeah. They're almost laying down. Yeah, it's like a They're like reclined. laying backwards. Yeah, it's fucking It's crazy. fucking weird. And it's so tight in that, you know, in mm-hmm. that cabin, if you will, you know, it's a yeah. uh, it's you know, like the steering wheel is like right up on you, which mm-hmm. is like a fucking computer. <laughs> yeah, there's so much in that. And then, and then you learn in that uh, in that season three how not only do you have the do they have like all the uh, like the paddle shifts and the um, all the gauges and dials and yeah. all that stuff to talk to people and everything, but also now Mercedes steering wheel you can like pull it and push it to yeah, help you it, around it turns. Changes the fucking. They added an axle to the car. It's crazy. It's fucking insane. <laughs> like, Jesus. You Super know? genius is working on these cars. Yeah, and uh, don't get me wrong. I like uh, old Christian as like a principal, but he can be a bitch sometimes, too. Like, he pretty oh, much yeah, went yeah. and t- <laughs> like, told the uh, the stewards, you know, like, well, we got to check that. Uh, that's yeah. illegal. But like he's also, like he said in the documentary, if you can find ways to, you know, to, to uh, throw salt on some game, do that shit. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Because... This is a competitive sport. We we're in this to win. So however we can win. Yeah, he's looking for any, especially because you're talking fucking hundreds of millions of dollars on yeah. the line. Oh yeah. And uh, yeah, I thought that was he was yeah he's fucking petty. Yeah, he's, he's so petty. petty shit, he, <laughs> he was like he they found because they were watching. So they were watching the um, I don't know what you would call that camera, like a cockpit view. Yeah, where you could see down into the driver's hands. Yeah, and they like zoomed. They in were on zooming it. and watching. So that goes to show you like how in depth their research is. Like they're yeah. they're watching the other drivers and watching what they're doing, like yeah. all the way down to like their hand movements. Oh yeah, there and was because um, it's not a big pull when you no, pull that, the slightest, it's a, just the slightest little push and pull. Yeah, and, and the it changes fucking, the changes the entire wheel. Uh, yeah, wheel. Um, not placement, kind of like the angle of them. Yeah, and uh, they noticed that and they were like, "What's going on here?" And yeah. then they figured it out, and he was like, "He said, I'm just gonna let you know we are, uh, we are gonna, we are gonna uh, make them investigate, make sure that's legal." Yes. And then yeah, Toto's like, paid. "All right, dude, like, what the fuck ever." Yeah. Then I, you know, I appreciate Toto because he's like, "Yo, I talk, I talk my shit, and I compete on the track." Yeah. You know, like I don't care about you know what you got going on. Like we're going to you know beat you on the track. You know what I'm saying? Like. Yeah, that's awesome. You know, he's a he's a solid uh, principal, though team principal. Oh yeah, the, you know what? You know, as much as I like Hamilton, the more you learn about Lewis Hamilton and yeah. like how he races and stuff, he's a sneaky motherfucker. Oh he's yeah, yeah, for sure. Eddie too. He's pe- like he's he. Uh, so in season three, uh, his I guess you could call him his ex best friend. You know, they were competitive. They were on the same team. They were on Mercedes. Um, and they like you could tell Lewis is not a good loser. Oh no, he's a terrible loser. Yeah. I'm sure a lot of people are, but he's he turns into like a little girl. You yeah, know? <laughs> you 
Yeah, he'll just losing. like run you off the track. Yeah, like, like and we we've seen that time and time again with Albon. Like he's like he knew he had more experience than mm-hmm. uh than Alex, you know. <laughs> he, but he knew he could bully him. Oh yeah, for he sure. He knew he could bully him. That's yeah, why he did honestly, that. Alex is um he's a talented young driver, but he's he's got to toughen up, you know. Yeah, you know, and I think he will. They put him in like a, a different league or some shit. Is that where he's at? Yeah, he's, he's not. Like, he's not one of the um, reserves. He's reserves. not even. No, he's in like Damn. a whole another league this year. Damn, you know. But it's because he's not. I mean, you're racing for Red Bull, brother. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you, gotta, you can't compete. Yeah, you got to toughen up. Look at Max. Max isn't taking no for an answer. Yeah, you know. Yeah, like he. Uh, that first race though, he. Uh, Damn, I know he was heartbroken because he like he he was in the league like at the end. Uh, he was about You're to talking win. about when Al- when Albon almost won that one. No, Max like this. Uh, this oh, this season? past recent. Yeah, past like one? Max was winning, but he did like an illegal move, like he cut off the track or something. Yeah, and he had to let he Lewis. Had to, he had to let him get in front of him. Yeah, like I'm yeah. sure he was heartbroken about that shit. You know, like I mean, but it's the first race that I think that showed you how this year is going to play out. You know, it's going to be Red Bull and Mercedes. Um, you know, fighting neck and neck. So I think it's a, I think it's a mindset because uh, like those, those elite drivers who, cause they're all elite cause there's 20, but there's elite within those top 20. Yeah. Right. You got Max, uh, Max, uh, Lewis Hamilton, Valtteri Bottas, Ricardo, uh, Ricardo. He, yeah. he's one of them. But here's the thing that, that I noticed watching that documentary when Max or, Hamilton or when somebody gets second, yeah, they're like, ah, oh, sorry guys. Yeah. But whenever people like uh Leclerc, when he got third, he yeah. got third in one race and he was fired the he was yeah. fired up. Yeah. And he was like, Let's fucking go, guys. Yeah, yeah, and, that's that's true. But he so he's pumped for third. Yeah. But then you're talking Max Verstappen and Lewis Hamilton, these people, when they get second, they're apologizing. Yeah. They're yeah, not happy with they're it. They're pissed. No, you, yeah. that's a valid And that's valid why point. they stay at the fucking top. Yeah, because their standards are so much higher. You know, they're, yeah. they're, they're so hard on themselves, you know. Um, man, I thought, honestly, I thought Hamilton was the oldest uh, driver. Kimi Raikkonen's like 43 years old. Yeah. That dude's old. He's old as shit. He looks <laughs> yeah. young, but he's old. He's also like, if you like watch him talk, like he is a tough motherfucker. Like he ain't taking... No bullshit, you know. Yeah, I've, yeah. I've he's really paid like he's like, somewhat of an asshole. Because they they <laughs> had a didn't didn't they have like a little segment about him during the uh, during that documentary? Yeah, yeah. yeah okay, like I thought a, so. like a short little, uh, very short little spot. Yeah, but uh, he's like I'm Kimmy Reckoning. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. yeah, man. Tough dude. It's weird. It's it's also weird. It's so it's the best drivers in the world, and it's so heavily dominated by kids. Yeah. Yeah, like the uh, there's these uh, guys I follow on YouTube. They build like fucking a thousand thirteen hundred horsepower R8s and shit, mm-hmm. or Huracans. Um, and his team consists of guys that are like anywhere from seventeen to like twenty two, right? And like he gets a lot of uh, his name's Alex Soto. He's the owner, and uh, Sheepy Races the business. He's uh over like these young young people. And I guess he's getting like a lot of hate in the comments saying like you're working with kids, blah, blah, blah. But he's like, look, dude, the best racers, the best drivers in the world are from the age of 20, like 18 yeah. to 20 something. Yeah. You know, like that's crazy. So, oh. I mean, never judge, you know, someone by their age because him, those people outdrive any of us, oh, fuck, you know, yeah. in any vehicle. <laughs> but it's weird. It's weird because the 
I think in that, I think it, I sent you the video. In that video, I think it says, um, it tells you how much, how it's like, the, it's the most expensive sport to be in. Yeah. I think starting out, if, if you want to like be legit in karting, I think it takes like $10 million. Jeez. So like, like you have to have, like even from when you start, Learn like even potentially getting there. Yeah, you're you have to commit like ten ten million dollars a year. Oh yeah, you which better, is insane. Fuck yeah, you better find some sponsors. Yeah, <laughs> God, or or have your dad be uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, from uh, uh Stroll. Yeah, yeah, Lawrence Stroll. Lawrence Stroll. Have your dad be Lawrence Stroll. Which is now um, their team is Ashton Mont- Martin though. Yeah, almost said Martin. Martin. <laughs> Aston Martin. Yeah, Aston. yeah, they uh. I'm pumped about that move, by the way. Yeah, but that dude is uh like they sh- you know they show him in the dock. He's a uh, he's intimidating. Oh yeah, dude. He, he's a uh, he's that's, definitely I think a force. That's, I think that's any of those uber successful businessmen. Yeah, is like you eventually have to get to a point, like especially when For you're sure. a billionaire. Yeah, do you have to get to the point where because you have so many people that just like want. It's just a piece, yeah. of, a piece of you, and because of what it's going to do for them. Exactly, and you understand. They understand that. You yeah. know, they've seen it all. You yeah. know, so it's like you have to somewhat be an asshole. You know, but it's like once you start to understand. At thirty, I'm still understanding money, but once you start to understand money, you start to get it as well. You're like, oh shit, okay, I get it. You know, like yeah. he's not an asshole. You know, that's just how you have to yeah. be, like well, you said. Just like, yeah, just like I was saying earlier about how, like, you're not trying to be an asshole, but sometimes you have to be like, I got to go. Like, yeah. I, I got so, I got something else. It's you know, whatever what it is. But, like, the way he does it at his level, yeah. you know, he's he, everything he does is, you know, you're talking mil- million-dollar moves constantly. Yeah. And True. so that's like you see him walking through, or he walks into that meeting, and immediately from the get-go before anybody can say anything, he goes, you got me till this time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, so let's go. What are we doing? Yeah. And then they were like, you could, you could tell they're nervous. Like, oh shit, nervous okay, and go. shit, yeah. And so, and then he's walking. My favorite part is when he's walking through, uh, he's walking through somewhere, the Aston Martin facility, or whatever it color. is. He's <laughs> walking through that. Yeah, it was that when he was walking through there. Yeah. And he goes, uh, he has like some assistant walk, walking with him, and he goes, okay, yeah. And he said, and you're, uh, he said, you're leaving at four. And he goes, no, I'm not. Wheels up at four o'clock. I'm on the airstrip at this time. And it's Damn. like it's like eleven minutes. It's like seven minutes, whatever it is. Yeah. It's like seven minutes before that. He's like, no, I'm on the airstrip at three fifty three fifty three. Yeah. And wheels up at four o'clock. Damn. And man. I'm like, dude, that's what I'm fucking talking about. Yeah. That's I how, love that shit. Yeah. You, that's how you gotta be, bro. Fuck yeah. But amazing documentary for everybody listening. If you haven't seen it, check it out. Um, there's another show I watched, bro, and it fucked. It it was a mind fuck. It fucked me up. It was on Netflix. It's called um, In Her Eyes. Oof. I think I think uh, Manessa watched that. Bruh. I haven't seen it. Bruh. <laughs> that shit there. I'm not, I can't give you anything because yeah, no, it'll yeah. spoil it. What's, what's it kind of about? Like the premise of the show is a sort of like uh, lucid dreaming, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> it's a trip, though. Yeah. So uh, there's this girl, uh, you know, this this couple, rather. There's a, this girl. And this guy, you know, the guy's like a psychiatrist. He's a doctor um, and they're married. And then there's this other girl. She she comes in the picture. She's like she becomes a um, uh, like secretary for the doctor, dude. Um, but I can't I, I don't even know yeah, what else yeah, to yeah, give well, you, bro, because well, it's it's crazy, man. That, well, that show is back on it sometime. Yeah. 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 Check it out. I'll check that out, though. And everyone listening that have seen it, y'all know that shit. Man, I couldn't sleep. <laughs> 
Cause it's a trip, bro. You watching anything? If there's a, if there's a psychiatrist involved, I'm sure it's fucking trippy, dude. Yeah. Because I, I can tell you just from where I work, the stuff that goes on there. Yeah. Man, I thought about making a whole TikTok just off psych ward stories. Yeah, shit. Because some crazy shit. Crazy as shit, man. Like, I I remember just one quick one, man. I I remember uh, when I first started there, we used to get people in straight off the street, right? Yeah. And police would pick police would pick people up and drop them off or not drop them off but they would show up at our back door and be like we got one for you and you have to get them in they're pissed off that they just got arrested they're still on drugs they don't want to be there all this stuff and then the police take the handcuffs off and leave yeah and then you're like it's me and you and we got to figure this out yeah. and then they expect me to you know draw blood on them and uh get a urine sample from them and all this shit. And it's like, that shit's not going to fly. It's impossible. <laughs> and then especially whenever, especially when they're there for, you know, psych problems. Yeah. So they're hallucinating or whatever it may be. And, uh, yeah, one quick story, dude, I had, I remember, and this has happened multiple times, but one very, that just stands out to me was, uh, I had this young guy in my department and he was cool, cool yeah. as fuck cool he was on drugs and yeah you can you start noticing things like uh you start noticing things like they'll keep looking like over their shoulder kind of like this they'll be kind of like twitching almost it's yeah. almost a twist they're just looking and then they'll start leaning and talking that same direction and you're like ah fuck they're they're hearing something or seeing yeah. something and uh but i'd go talk to him and he was like he's like oh yeah oh no problem yeah like he was cool with everything yeah and then uh I went there and I was asking him about I was asking about some personal information, and he said uh, he's talking, answering all my questions, and then it's almost like uh, it's almost like he turned into a different person. Oh he, shit! He he like looks up at me and has like like his eyes are fucked, like his pupils are all fucked up because he's on drugs and shit. Yeah, and he's looking at me like he doesn't even know who the fuck I am. Or why he's in this room, or why I'm in the room, and he's looking at me like, "What the fuck is going on?" Oh, and you shit. See, he starts breathing real weird, like he's getting anxious, and I was like, "Oh fuck, this isn't good." Yeah. And so immediately we're t- we're taught to you look at their hands. Yeah. And he clenched he clenched his hand. I was like, "Oh fuck, here we go." And then he backs himself in a corner and and uh, he throws a, he makes a cross with his fingers like this, and he's like, "You," he said, like, "You can't hurt me, demon. You can't get to me, demon." And I was like, I was like, oh shit! So I went and like slid the clipboard under the door yeah. because I knew like like you don't want anything like usually if I have to go uh, restrain somebody, I yeah. take everything off. Yeah. Keys come out of my pocket, badge comes off. You you don't want anything on there because like you don't know what they're gonna do with it. Yeah. Well, he's so apparently he starts seeing me as a demon, right? And I go slide the clipboard under the door and like try to like get stuff out of my pocket so that we don't he didn't have anything to grab and yeah. hurt himself or hurt me with, and uh. I'm like sticking my hands at like holding my hands up like so he I'm like hey man I'm which now I would never do yeah. but as a young person who had just started there you don't realize when somebody's hallucinating oh, yeah. and you put your fucking hands up in the air <laughs> it makes it worse yeah. <laughs> because you just look big yeah, I, yeah, I would like assume a, you just look big like or you look seven like, foot demon or now. you look like now you have eight arms or some yeah. shit I don't know <laughs> but so I would never do it now but then I I put my hands up to like hey man like no no I'm not doing nothing. And when I put my hands up, he took that, you know, he saw whatever he saw and he fucking came at me with the intention to kill me. Oh, and he told, man. and he was saying that. Yeah. He's like, hey, he's like, I'm, I'm going to kill you before you kill me. And he, he like 
grabbed onto my shirt and so i grabbed his hands and i was like trying to talk to him but yeah. he was too far gone dude Damn. And so it's like a whole fight and that <laughs> dude and, it, and stuff like that happens all the time man but i'm sure it's a it, you know well you know how to deal with it uh period but i'm you sure it's, used to it's it. a lot easier now that you know you're um uh, like in jujitsu and MMA. oh yeah, 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 yeah. like now you like don't even try with rear neck and choke your ass. <laughs> <laughs> I no, now it's now it's easy because like now that i've been doing jujitsu for a while i learned stuff like you learn things like if somebody has a hoodie or a long sleeve shirt they're fucked yeah because all you gotta do is just grab their sleeves you grab their sleeves and roll your hands like this and get (laughs) and kind of get wrist control yeah they can't do shit yeah they're done they're (laughs) fucked and so you just hold on to their sleeves and just kind of ride it out until they're until they calm down yeah but yeah man i've I've seen some crazy shit so if that if that uh if that show has has a psychiatrist in it i can imagine there's some shit going on some crazy stuff it's crazy man you got to check it out it's uh (laughs) it's wild um yeah i just uh caught up with the show called snowfall too snowfall is another good one really really good that one is just about um um like the crack uh, epidemic in uh the west coast Mm -hmm. you know it's this young guy young kid he's like a you know go-getter he hustler or he starts selling weed you know and then he decided to move to like cocaine but then he learns how to dis- he discovers how to make standard move yeah <laughs> standard move yeah and then he discovers how to cook up crack god and then he takes off but like you could tell he's got a good heart and he's got like his his head is in the right place you know in terms of uh getting his family out of the struggle you mm-hmm. know if you will stuff like that but shit starts happening to him and yeah. his family you know the normal story but it's uh directed and produced by uh John Singleton and um it's super good it's another good uh series to check out there's like four seasons yeah um uh eight episodes is it do- the- is it a documentary is it scripted no it's scripted, scripted? this is uh, like an fx show yeah it's on hulu it's really really good man um do you uh, mess do you mess around at all with uh like crime documentaries and stuff uh some somewhat it, it's been a while since i've seen like uh haven't i've watched anything lately yeah so you didn't see the uh the one about the cecil hotel no 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 that that keeps popping up that's one to watch it's just like it's so fucking sketchy yeah it's man um if you'll check it out i won't tell you too much but i mean the yeah whole, i'll check it the out whole for fucking sure story's out there yeah the, this the whole story's been out there for a while there's been many youtube videos made about it <clears throat> basically basically this girl you know decides to take a trip on her own yeah uh goes to the cecil hotel which you know looks kind of like a nice spot but when you learn more about it it is not that yeah and uh it's kind of it's like almost on skid row Mm. apparently in in la and if if, if y'all know anything about skid row it's basically like homeless people have just created their own town like they've they've taken over la yeah you know it's just crazy but so but the see the police and everything they like skid row because skid row gives the homeless people a place to go Mm. you know what i mean like so yeah. they they all congregate in one area so it kind of keeps them out of nicer areas if yeah. that makes sense and uh but like the drug obviously like the drugs and everything in that area are tough and uh yeah that girl you know she took this trip on her own and what what got so much attention was the last the last video of her or last anybody had seen of her yeah. was on uh was a elevator video Mm. elevator security video and she's acting like like to me 
with my experience dealing in psych, right. I see that and I see her hallucinating. Yeah. I see somebody who's hallucinating and I could be very wrong, but I'm probably not. So <laughs> like <laughs> I'm telling you, I've, I've been doing it for six years. Yeah. I, I know, I know what I'm looking at for sure. She, she seems to be hallucinating. Yeah. You think like she may have taken something. She or? very well could have taken something because there's a, there's this, um, diagnosis called, um, they call it drug induced psychosis, mm, yeah. which is basically like, you know, it's, it's what it sounds like. You, you take some, right. you take something and it causes you, puts you in this, you know, psychotic state. Well, um, I think she, whether she took it on her own or somebody kind of took it with her or whatever it may be, I think she was definitely hallucinating. Yeah. But what's trippy is in that, so she's like, the whole thing is spooky. So they, they partially think somebody killed her mm. and then it leads you to believe that. But then also it makes you think there's some sort of like spiritual aspect to it because she is, when she's hallucinating, she's like hiding in the elevator and it looks like she's hiding from somebody. Yeah. And the elevator door will not shut. Oh shit. It just stays open. Right. And so for however long it is, it just stays open. And then she goes out and then she's like peeking out and coming back and she's looking and she keeps popping in and out this whole time. The elevator door does not shut. Yeah. And then it's like the second she gets out of it, like, well, she gets out of it a few times, like, doing weird shit, like, weird th- things with her hands and stuff. Yeah. And then, uh, but when it finally closes, it's like she steps out and immediately it shuts. Like, without hesitation, what shuts. What the fuck? So, like, there's, like, some weird shit to it. Yeah. Well. Something going on. Well, fast forward. So, she's missing for however many days. They find her in a water tank on the roof of the hotel. And the reason they went and searched in there is because the guests were complaining that the water had a weird taste to it. Uh, oh, oh, shit! But the all the I can tell you that much, and it does it still does not give shit away. Yeah, there's so much that goes into it. It's fucking wild. Yeah, it's just like a crazy ride. Huh? Crazy. And this is a. It's, you said it's a series or like uh, a yeah. documentary. It's a doc. It's like Docu- a documentary series. Yeah, it's got uh, it's got a couple episodes. I think it's got like I don't know seven episodes or something. Maybe not even that, but. It's got a few episodes and it's, um, dude, it's a fucking good one. It's a good one, especially like I'd already known the story ahead of time. So going into it, I was like, well, I've already, I kind of, it's like you're just learning more about something you already know. Yeah. Yeah. But it is fucking good. I'm going to check that out. And that's a uh, Cecil Hotel. Yeah. It's like the, you, if you go to Netflix and search Cecil Hotel, it'll come up. I forgot the full title to it. Yeah. I'm going to definitely check it out, man. That's, yeah. You know, I love watching new shit when I have the time to. Yeah. Hell yeah, man! I'm um, on. A, I'm on another good one. I just started today. The um, damn, what's it called? It's about this about the biggest art heist in history. What, dude? I bet that's good. And this, so this one, it's like this one's like a crime documentary, but in a different way. It's not like murder, right? Yeah. It's like somebody set this set this uh, robbery up. Yeah. It's called the. It's called this is a robbery. The world's biggest art heist, and um, dude. Another one where somebody got away with some shit. Damn. <laughs> somebody got away with some shit on that. What one. was the like? It was like was it like just a piece of art or was it like no, a sculpture? They, so they stole. So there was it, basically there's a um, there's a museum in Boston, Massachusetts. Yeah. That had uh art. I mean like paintings and drawings and like Rembrandts and um all these like famous artists back from like the 1800s. Oh shit. And um. 1600s even for some of these art pieces like yeah. expensive shit 
and they uh and you know people walked in dressed as police officers on the night on the night shift yeah they came in and said hey we have a disturbance and so the security guards just were like okay so they let them in and then uh when the day security showed up yeah they the night security didn't let them in so they knew something was up yeah and so they can't went in and like found all kinds of shit missing the security guards were uh oh, were taped and tied up in the basement and uh but when you the more it gets I, i'll i'm not gonna say too much about that one because that's a new one yeah and the more you get into it you're like okay what the fuck is going on here? yeah <laughs> like you see why there's a documentary made about it yeah. it's, so you I mean, think they, it was like an inside job that's part of it yeah that's part of it because the way it because there's some one thing that was missing yeah. before um one art piece was already missing before the uh before the guys showed up and they mm. find i forgot how they find that out they find it's like some some alarm or some sensor or something went yeah. off and it um and that piece was already gone before the guys were in the building Ah. or something it's something along those lines yeah but they stole like they stole like 200 million dollars worth of oh my god worth of art imagine yeah and there's <laughs> but, and th so there's another thing there's there's these um these, these big panels on these walls right yeah. in this one room there's these like three big panels and when you look at them it just looks like there's some like weird molding or something yeah but the employees know there's actually one of them is actually a door mm. well when they get there when the police and everything show up one of them is open and so that's why they start thinking it's an inside job is because yeah. who else would have known that was there? Exactly. <laughs> or, or somebody did a lot of research. Damn. What's the name of that one you said? Uh, that one's called This is a Robbery and yeah. it says the world's biggest art heist. Oh, fuck yeah. I might have to check that one out too. <laughs> I would check, I'm, I'm on that one right now. I'd say I'd check that one out before the Cecil Hotel one. Yeah. Just because a lot of people aren't into the whole like murder thing. Yeah. And, uh, but dude, this one, like everybody loves like a good like mystery like everybody everybody would love to be able to just steal shit and just oh absolutely no no matter what everybody would love to be able to steal 200 million dollars yeah. and then get away with it honestly i just had this conversation um uh, i just had with uh this this girl like if you think about it like gangster movies or movies that you know consist of like heists and shit yeah she was like why do you always want to watch that because everyone would want to be that person, you yeah. know. Like if you think about the Godfather, breaking who, the law and getting away with it. Who doesn't want to be the Godfather? That's fucking you know? sexy, dude. Or like Michael Corleone. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, like dude, who doesn't want to? Like, like have you ever seen the movie Blow? Absolutely. Like probably a hundred and fifty three times. Yeah, <laughs> same, same. I watched it so many times. And yeah, it's George Young. Like, yeah, oh. because you see, he's just like, you know, starts like that one guy you were talking about in Snowfall. He starts yeah. selling weed, and then. Somebody along the way is like, "Hey, man, yeah. you make a lot more money with cocaine." Exactly. <laughs> he, he learned it in jail. He said he he what he say? He said he went into jail with a uh, with a bachelor's in marijuana, and he left with a doctorate in cocaine. Yeah, <laughs> like he's you know, it's yeah. everybody love to be able to exactly, and it's it's, it's it's just the the like everybody would love to be able to like make money the easy way. Yeah, and that's kind of what it is. Absolutely, being yeah. a being a criminal is kind of what it is. You make it the easy way. Yeah, it's the legality of it that keeps everybody. Yeah, and honestly, you know, I know it's Ill illegal as shit, but I mean, think about it. Something so small making people so much money. Yeah, like you sell it in a baggie that you know, and it's bullshit, like a, a size of a penny or yeah. a, a quarter. You know what I'm saying? And you're making like money off that real shit. money. Yeah, like money lots. Money. You know, yeah. can 
change change your life you can buy some of that stolen art yeah <laughs> and that's the thing they were saying like that's the thing in that doc in that documentary so far is like they already said they're like so whoever stole it like must be okay with either keeping it for themselves or never be because they, they can't sell it yeah because it's like these are one of a kind pieces that mm. are that are very identifiable yeah like um i forgot the name of one of them it's called um something at galilee at sea or something like that and it's basically it's like a you've probably seen it and never known it ah. but it's like a very iconic painting of um these guys like in this like storm at sea or whatever and i think it was painted by uh rembrandt or something yeah anyway damn dude worth worth millions and millions of dollars and it's like a one of it's one. a one of one like yeah. there's no It'd be like the Mona Lisa, right? Yeah. It'd be like if somebody was like trying to sell the Mona, like the legit Mona Lisa on Facebook Marketplace. You'd be like, uh, <laughs> yeah. the fuck is going on? Well, here? that's almost like um, <laughs> um, Lady Gaga's dogs. You know, yeah. like uh, her what was it? Her dog, uh, her dog walker. walker, which is one of her friends, got shot. Yeah, and they like took the damn dogs. I apparently think she got them back. Apparently, they didn't know it was her dogs though. Ah, okay. But that's probably that why they gave them back. <laughs> I don't know. You know, because I mean, you, she seems like a uh, a decent person. I'm sure she's got like some gangsters on it. You know, she's got. Well, she's, she's got, got squad. money. She's got money though. Yeah, yeah. That's the that's most dangerous. Yeah, yeah, money. yeah, for sure. She's power. Yeah, and she's got a hella influence. You know, so. Oh, dude, you, she you, was getting those dogs back. She was getting the dogs back. Have you ever, I've heard, I, I can't remember where I heard this from. I don't know if it was on like a video or something, but I just remember hearing somewhere somebody say, it might have been in a conversation. <laughs> I heard somebody say one time that they were going to, um, that they were going to start stealing people's dogs and then wait for them to put uh, reward signs up and bring them back just to make money and wow. i was like that's kind of fucking smart a yeah. little bit. if you get away with it <laughs> yeah, yeah just make it hey, look i found your dog yeah <laughs> you can get away with that shit more power to go go ahead have at yeah. it man <laughs> so how many times until so they're like okay hold on the same guy i've seen you 33 <laughs> times this week <laughs> yeah. man uh what's his name uh izzy yeah how did you feel about his last fight man because you know i know you're Izzy, Izzy fan, yeah. ride or die with Izzy. Yeah, I don't know, man. He, uh, he for one, he let me down. Yeah, I was, I was perfect that night on my uh, bets, and he fucked it up for me. Yeah, so I didn't even, I didn't, even, I haven't even seen any of the highlights. Like what? Um, oh, so boy, just I, I, just the, I just watched the highlights mm. because I was, I was working that night. I just watched the highlights, but from, from my understanding, it was just like, um. He kind of so Izzy's got a very particular style. Mm -hmm. He's like, I mean, he's obviously everybody knows he's a striker, like he's a kickboxer. That's his background. Um, but he's also like a very dangerous counterpuncher, mm -hmm. and he also gets you coming in when you're when you're engaging with him. He's gonna get you. So that's why, like, he fought Yoel Romero, and everybody hated that fight. And because nothing really happened for for three rounds or whatever, or four, three five rounds, whatever it was, yeah. everybody hated that fight because nothing happened. And they were like saying like it was like the least strikes thrown in a title fight or whatever it was. And but like fight fans, like real fight fans, are like, well, that's because of the matchup. Yeah. So both of them are killers when the other one's coming in. Mm. So neither one of them is going to come in. They're right. they have to sit back and wait. They're studying. So they're yeah. they're sitting back waiting to implement their style. And so I don't know, man. From my understanding, it was like a just the matchup 
like you would think the matchup would favor Izzy. Yeah. But he has to be he moved up a weight class. Mm. So he also went up to he also which his jump was I believe the biggest jump in UFC weight class wise. Usually it's like you go 145, 155, uh, 170, 185, 205. So he went from 185 to 205. Yeah. So he gained 20 pounds just to fight. Yeah. Or not gained. I think he just didn't cut weight. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. he, um, so he went up, you know, 20 pounds where some of these guys are cutting to get to 205. Right, right. And so he didn't cut weight. Damn. And uh, I think he actually came in at like 203. You like, think he might have, uh, and do you, I mean, you, you put me on to Izzy, and I've become a really big fan as well. You think he, he might have gotten the big head from the last fight? No. No? No, because he, he's a showman. Yeah. He's a, he's a showman. Like, he very much understands, like, that's how you gain a following, and that's how you sell fights and all that. Yeah. He's a very smart dude. He's Yeah, he's smart as shit, and that's why yeah. if you listen to him, if you listen to him on Rogan, yeah. Listen to him on Rogan's podcast. Like you learn. I've, like, se- I've seen that entire episode probably three times. Yeah, so <laughs> it's good. So like you, you hear him and he like s- talks about how like he, you know, he's going to get the belt or whatever. So he's, I think he was on there twice. Yeah. One time before he was champ. One time after he won the belt. And he was saying he's like, yeah, he said this belt's cool, but like I don't want to just win the belt. I want to have it and defend it all these times and he said with doing that you can't you can't really stop and smell the roses you kind of have to keep going yeah like just act like it didn't happen and uh take a couple months and yeah and just go back in yeah and uh so he's smart he knows what he's doing i think he just uh i don't know man i think maybe the the jump in weight class made him more hesitant yeah and then uh you know the guy he fought, Jan. He's he's a fucking beast, dude, and he's dangerous, man. He looks like a like a lethal, like a monster, man. Well, I mean, like, he's the light heavyweight champ. He's a fucking animal. Yeah. And then he, they he always say he's really reserved. They you know say what I'm he saying? has like, uh, he doesn't talk a, talk a lot. Yeah, I mean, he's from Poland, so there's mm-hmm. also that's kind of like their that's like Poland and like people from like Russia and stuff. There, yeah, that's kind of their style. They kind of just like are quiet and just we're gonna show you what we're doing. Yeah, you and know what uh, I mean? fuck, I can't think of the country. Uh, I think it's Finland for um <clears throat> for Valtteri. If you notice, he doesn't talk a lot. And it's a different sport, but yeah, he doesn't talk much. I think I think that's just their culture, though. Mm, yeah, I think that I think that's definitely just their culture because yeah, he he doesn't talk a whole lot, and uh, I I don't know. I think the matchup was just tough. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, who knows? I think because they always say he has Polish power. Yeah. That Jan guy. Yeah. And uh, he knocks the fuck out of people, <laughs> and with weird, with weird punches too that you don't expect it to like knock him out. Like he'll be moving away. Yeah. Like moving away from his opponent and like with his arm fully extended. Yeah. Which is and just fucking and connecting. just just connecting. They're out. Yeah. So I'm it's gonna send you home with uh with these two. So fuck yeah, yours. dude. I appreciate you. Yeah, for sure. I think you'll like both of them. Um, but yeah, oh, I'm definitely gonna fucking like this one. That it's one, fruit. yeah, it, it tastes like a fucking smoothie, bro. Yeah, I'll be on to that. <laughs> yeah, and then the other one's just like a chocolate milk. It's good as fuck. I'll kill that. Yeah. But um, yeah. Uh, what other fight did I want to ask you about? Oh yeah, yeah, the fucking the Jake Paul one, of course. Yeah, oh my god, <laughs> he was so the Ben. What's his last name? Ben As Askren. Ben Askren. Yeah, he was just on uh Logan Paul's podcast. Yeah, which is interesting, right? Yeah, he's yeah. on his opponent's brother's. But how he how he handled it was like you know you could tell he's matured you know he's dude Askren is fucking hilarious yeah people people he's he's another one that if you learn more about him you'd be a fan of him yeah his style isn't fun because he he's such a good wrestler he just takes you down and just 
yeah hold you and just kind of beat you well even uh like on the the show like logan was like you would kick my ass in a wrestling match you know yeah and you know i appreciate that about the show because yeah they cut up and say stupid shit but um i that podcast is actually pretty good yeah he been asking he's fucking hilarious dude he's one that once you learn about him you're like oh dude i like this guy yeah because he's kind of a troll a little bit too like, yeah. he's, <laughs> he's fucking smart ass and he's so funny the yeah. stuff he says but he so a lot of people were talking shit about that podcast because he said in there he was like, um, and I didn't listen to it, but I just saw this. I saw this clip. He said something along the lines of, "If Jake Paul is, you know, good at is any part of what he say, he said if Jake Paul is like half as good as he think he says he right, is, right, I'm right. probably gonna lose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, he's like, but if he's like, but if not, if he's as good as I think he is, I'm gonna win." Yeah, he's, it was. And they're like, well, dude, for sure sell the fight and just say that you're going to beat his ass. Like, exactly. Don't, yeah. Don't say I might lose. Yeah, because <laughs> he was just like, um, he was like, you know, that guy that, uh, like in practice, like you'll just say basketball, basketball practice, like before the game, the warm ups, rather. Um, and he's, he's killing it, you know, yeah. and then like during the game, he sucks. He yeah. was like, that's how I feel about your brother. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, he talks all this cash shit, you know, and he looks good um, until he's in the ring. I think it's fucking crazy. People think Jake Paul can fight. Really? Well, I think he, uh, I don't, I think he's a, a decent boxer. He's getting, uh, look, with what with his training, he's, it's like I said earlier about podcasting. You're going to suck at first. Yeah. It's like jujitsu. Yeah. You will suck at first. And you have to know that, you know, that's why it's not for everybody because they come in, they not get their ass whooped, but they can't. They realize they can't do anything. Well, I mean, as you can tell, it's been. I'm still mentally preparing myself to even join y'all's gym. Oh, you ain't. Com- <laughs> you're not coming. But, <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, it's it is like a mindset. Like you have to know, like, okay, I'm gonna suck at this, but I'm gonna. I'll get better with time. Yeah, yeah. And so uh, that's like if if me and you, if shit, if me and you rolled for 15 uh-huh. seconds in this room, you'd be like. Oh, dude, what the fuck? How long you been doing? And if I yeah. tell you, not even a year. Yeah, you'd be like, oh shit. So I can get there in that amount of time. Yeah, you know, if I commit to it. But uh, so like it with Jake's boxing. Like he, if you watch his first fight, he fought um this guy Deji, who's yeah. like KSI. Who they're both YouTubers. He fought this guy Deji, who's a YouTuber, and uh, both of them are fucking awful, yeah. god awful. <laughs> and it, like from anybody who like knows fighting or trains at all, you watch it and you're like, oh Jesus Christ, this is terrible. I, I would fight both of y'all on the same night. Yeah, like, I'm, I'm good. <laughs> and uh, and then so then he fights another guy, another YouTuber who was talking shit, and he he should have knocked him out probably 13 seconds into that fight. If Man. you because if you know how if once you start training you start learning stuff like um you start seeing like striking wise j- yeah. jujitsu you learn their own little intricacies to how it works but like boxing like you learn little things like you can faint like you pretend to throw a jab or pretend to throw something and you just kind of like hesitate yeah and when you do that if the fighter flinches and yeah. moves their head you know okay well their movement whenever I throw a jab. It's to dip is to dip their head this way. Yeah. So if I can fake another jab, I know their head is gonna be here, so I can throw a hook. Yeah. It's like you learn shit like that. The second guy he fought, every time he threw a punch or before Jake threw a punch, he ducked his head straight down. Mm. And I'm like, well, for sure throw a fucking uppercut. Like what do you for sure throw something Something. to get him to duck his head and throw an uppercut? Opposite way. Yeah, what are you doing? Yeah, yeah. But you know, he eventually won that fight by knockout too. Or TKO, whatever. What's also crazy to me um, is like, so 
you see, like, even when Nate Robinson was posting videos of him <laughs> warming up, it but it looks good though, right? It's like the no, the, it doesn't look good. No, but like, look, the 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 sparring partner like sort of compliments like the your whatever bullshit throws you're throwing right yeah. but then it's like the moment you get in the ring and it's like grind time it's like it's so obvious yeah you know that you didn't train for shit you trained for video yeah you know what i'm saying well, it's like, like well anybody can look good hitting mitts yeah right? yeah so like i guess you, that's what i mean when you hit pads you know and this is what you gotta watch and you'll you'll notice it now when somebody's doing a, like a promo video yeah and they're boxing watch the guy that's holding the mitts he if you see the more action you see in his arm, yeah. he's doing, he's bringing it down like that. So whenever that glove hits, it's a, it's a pop yeah. every time he hits it. Pop. Yeah. And they, most of them do that. That. <laughs> that loud, that, that loud pop that comes off those mitts sounds yeah. good for promos. For sure. And so you'll see him doing this and they're swinging their hands around. <laughs> yeah. It's to make the fighter look much better than he is. Oh yeah. And see like they, man, like the whole time, honestly, I didn't, um, I didn't know who was going to win that little boxing match. Uh, Jake or Nate, I really, didn't, I, dude, I really didn't care. If I could have, if I, if sports betting was not illegal in Texas, I would have put, I would have took out a second mortgage on my house and put it all on Jake Paul, one hundred percent. Because Nate Robinson never sparred. Yeah, he he for one, he'd never really boxed before in his life, and he said that he like he had just picked it up. Well, at that point, Jake Jake had been training for like three years. Yeah, so that's like, like and, I said, he's that's a, he's a big dude. He's yeah, he's not a he's not a small guy. Yeah, he's but, a pretty pretty nice sized dude. But so for somebody who with no experience and somebody with three years is like, it's hard for people to wrap their mind around, yeah. right? Because you, everybody thinks they're they're more dangerous than they actually are. Yeah. Well, like you said, you've been doing this for less than a year. Less than a year. And the progression has been crazy. So that's a perfect example, right? Yeah. So you haven't done it. Yeah. You're you're like Nate Robinson. Yeah. Because you're black. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you, no. Hear, you hear that, everybody? No, uh, nah. no. But experience wise, you're like you're like Nate Robinson. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> and I'm some punk white kid, right? And <laughs> no, but uh, and I've got more experience than you in yeah. jujitsu. And if you if you challenge me to a match or whatever, yeah, you would think, oh, well, once I get my hands on him, I could probably do something because I'm pretty I'm pretty strong, you know. I can, do yeah. It. But it's not how it works. Nah, it's, it's just it's just not how it works, and people don't understand that until they do it, and then they're like, "Oh, what the fuck?" Until they're Nate Robinson. <laughs> yeah, until they're until they're face down on the canvas, and they're like, "Oh shit!" The, what, the the amount that you learn training makes you not want to fight. Yeah, because you're like, okay, I know this. This guy that's talking shit, he might fucking know something. Yeah. He might know more than me. And if he knows more than me, I am fucked. Yeah. And it's just done. Dumb bun. That's why whenever he they he took that Nate Robinson fight, I was like, Why in the fuck is Nate doing this? Yeah. Like what is like <laughs> and I the first thing I said, I said if if Nate Robinson has not been boxing, he's fucked. Yeah. And if I, like I said, if I could have taken out a second mortgage on my house and put it on Jake, I would have done it. And you already know Jake because it was a it was a given. Yeah, Jake made bank off that of fight, of course, because he sell, he fucking sells, dude. They're brilliant. Yeah, yeah the Paul yeah. brothers are brilliant. They fucking sell fights. You know, they, what's, they what's sell crazy? Any, they sell everything. Yeah, lo, like look at Logan. He, they know how to. They he know how to manipulate even, the internet. Yeah, he doesn't even have to talk shit for his brother in these fights. His brother does it. You know, perfectly. He's fucking insane, though. Yeah. He's he's gonna bite off more than he can chew eventually. Oh yeah, for and sure. Because so he's fighting a legit fighter now. Yeah, 
Uh, He's, ben Askren? Ben, yeah, Ben Askren is – no, his – like I said, Ben Askren's style is wrestling. Yeah. He's so good at it that he did, he neglected his stand-up forever. Mm. So, like, striking – his striking is good enough to get close enough to you that he can take you down. Mm. That's how good his striking is. It's not – he's not going to just go knock everybody the fuck out. Yeah. But he knows enough where he can get close to you, grab you, and take you down, that you're not getting back up. Mm. And so that's, like, his style. So his striking's not great. But it's not about his striking not being great. He's fought guys who are much better boxers than Jake mm. and beat their ass. Yeah. Oh shit. Now it's tough because he can't take Jake down. Yeah. So it's tough. But I mean, he's seen those those big looping punches that Jake throws sometimes. Yeah. He's gonna miss by three feet. <laughs> yeah. If 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 Ben wants him to miss by three feet, he'll miss by three yeah. feet. If Ben wants to, him to miss by two inches so he can can't hit him with a counter shot, that's what he'll do. Yeah. But I I don't know. Ben's striking does fucking suck. <laughs> it's fucking awful. <laughs> so predictions? You think um you think Jake got the? You think he has this fight in the bag? Or? I will I will actually give it to him. Yeah. Um, because of how much he's been boxing, and because Ben cannot take him down. Mm. Ben's not allowed to take him down. Yeah. It's a boxing match. And so he's forced to I don't know. I, I feel like Ben's gonna clinch up clinch him a lot. Yeah. Cause that's cause he knows how to get in quick. Yeah. And so if he feels like he's in danger, he's gonna clinch every time. Yeah. We could so, we could wear him out like that. Oh, it will. Yeah. It will depend on so if the fight say the fight is, you know, ten rounds or something. Yeah. Then uh and that's another thing. Ben's a professional fighter, so or he he retired, but he's still he's a professional fighter. So he understands the game the game planning that goes into it. Like there, so Ruben was one that taught that kind of showed me more about the game planning. Right, I went to his first fight and uh, I learned like you learn all the. It's kind of what I'm obsessed with with anything: podcasting, racing, football, any anything that somebody is. Profe- there's professionals that there's little details that people like us never think of. Yeah. And so with Ruben's first fight, part of his game plan was to like, he was, fi- he went up to heavyweight. Yeah. And Ruben's not a heavyweight. Ruben went up to heavyweight to fight this guy. And, uh, the guy was a striker and Ruben's like more of a jujitsu guy. And so he was like, okay, I need to get the fight to the ground before this dude knocks me out basically. Yeah. And so his game plan was to use his striking to, get within range to take him down but cir- but circle around the guy to where he to where Ruben can push that guy away from his coaches and into his his mm. own corner so what happened was Ruben did that he yeah. circled around took the guy down when he took him down he Ruben was in his corner next to his coaches yeah. that guy's completely across the mat from his coaches so he can't hear instructions yeah. Damn, chess move. Yes, yeah, chess move. Like he can't hear instructions, but Ruben's got his coaches right there in his ear. Yeah, telling him and what you to know do. what? I think he mentioned that on a when I had him on the show. He definitely mentioned uh, something along those lines. Yeah, yeah man. but so that so that's what I'm saying. Like with Ben, his whole team. Like there's gonna be a strategy to it. Yeah, Ben is used to. I would. I really would not be surprised. Surprised if Ben really focuses on working the body. Yeah, and clinching. Mm. And because the body is what is your gas tank, right? Yes. The more you t- more you damage you take to the body, the more it's like it's gonna be hard for you to breathe. It's gonna start taking your air away, and then when you 
when you clinch up with somebody and put your weight on them, that's another thing you'll see is when he'll clinch, he'll probably try to go like over hooks, like meaning reaching over the arms yeah. and lean on him. Because mm. when you lean, that's like they have to carry your weight. Yeah. And so he'll lean on him and put that pressure. But Ben's used to that pressure. Yeah. Because he's wrestling. He's like, he's basically just kind of like gas him out. I think he'll get, I think if, if Ben has any chance to win, he's going to gas him out and, uh, to either take it the distance or try to finish him in the late round. Yeah. That's what I think. Ooh. But also, Jake swings like crazy, dude. Yeah. He's, he puts everything. He Maybe he'll do it different this time, but he like really does not do the finesse. Like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to touch you to set this up. Yeah. He's, sw- he's trying to knock you out every fucking punch. <laughs> he's swinging for the fences. He swings for the fucking fences, dude. <laughs> Hell yeah, man. I don't know, dude. Yeah, shit. <laughs> Shit, we're about an hour and a half in. Yeah, dude. What uh, what can everybody expect from uh from Fuller's house? Like, you know, the coming months, weeks. Uh, um, got any like big big plans? The biggest plan that is kind of in the works, but it's like, like I said, man, it's it's all, it's a full time job, and when the more you add, the more you're adding yeah. a whole nother job. So the biggest yeah, thing, for sure, the biggest thing I've been bouncing around is uh going going video. Yeah, getting video because people will kind. I always get some good feedback from the clips, like people DM me or whatever, and yeah. and uh, so I don't know, man. I've been thinking about going uh, doing video as well. I ran a poll a while back to see if people want a video, and it was like the only people who said no messaged me, and they told me they were being a smartass and they wanted to be different than everybody else. <laughs> and I was like, okay, so I had two no's, yeah. and it was people who wanted to be a smartass, yeah. So yeah. and like a, like a lot of yeses, and the rest were yeses. Yeah. So yeah, I was like. Uh, I guess video is video is probably in the uh, future. Yeah, I I've definitely I'll definitely go video before the end of the year. Yeah, uh, I it's, I got to work out that schedule. No, oh, yeah, that's a whole nother sure. edit. You yeah, know? exactly, exactly. That's a whole other edit. That, that's going into it. That was uh, I sort of jumped the gun myself. Like I was like, yeah, we're gonna go video, blah blah blah. But like, nah, man, you gotta like you said, work out the schedule and also. Uh, stay consistent, but we, you don't have a problem with consistency. You know what I'm no, saying? No, it's gonna so, the podcast will be out. You know, they can. You know, everybody who's listening to this, you can count on my podcast every Monday. Yeah, every Monday at nine a.m. it'll be up. Usually, I usually upload before nine. That way, at nine, if there's any or if any, there's any mistakes, I can fix it before nine. Yeah, yeah. you know. So, uh, yeah, I mean, the consistency will always be there. It's just uh, I've been thinking about adding the video. Yeah, and that's like I said, that's a whole nother edit, and I have to work out the schedule. Yeah, yeah, for I have sure. to work out the schedule because if, say, I you know guest cancels and I have to I have to record on a Sunday. Yeah, that means I'm gonna be up editing the audio and the video and the video. And yeah, it's, it's a lot of work. Tough. It's a lot, it a lot is, of work. Dude. Are you still th- you you still thinking about that? Are you waiting? Yeah, so I mean, I, I definitely I want to uh, eventually do video now, like the timeline or like a a, a date. I don't I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> you I'm, know? I'm with you. I'm with you. Yeah, it's it'll tough. be a while. Yeah, <laughs> you know, because just you know, just audio, bro. Like people, like for a listener, you think it's simple, right? You know, but when you're you're creating this content, like you know, like it's it's a lot more. I mean, we've talked about it. You know, yeah, there's a lot, a lot so more that comes with it. it. Yeah, so so much, especially like you have to, uh, you know, you you do this. This is for me at least. Uh, you realize why Joe Rogan um, 
you realize why Joe Rogan always tells people pull the mic up to your face, like to because that yeah. saves Jamie the editing. Yeah, because dude, there's been many times where there's a one episode I had badass guest, dude, the the yeah. psychic I had, I had that psychic on, and um, she was real soft spoken. Yeah, well, she she had the mic where it's supposed to be, but just being soft spoken. She probably kind of needed a little bit closer. Yeah. And so there's some spots where you can barely hear, it, and it didn't matter what I did to the audio. It was just like, yeah. is she just barely going to hear Bruh, it? There was an episode. I'm not even going to tell you which one. <laughs> I'll tell you off air. But I was in a rush, right? The guest was here before me, and they were waiting for for a minute. Um, We get in. We do a fucking damn near two-hour-long podcast. I didn't have any of the gains up, Eesh. nothing. Yeah. But luckily, luckily, uh, the master was all the way up, so I salvaged the shit yeah. and made it work. But yeah. man, bro, I listened to the whole fucking thing, and like I couldn't hear shit. I'm like, what? What the fuck happened? Then I thought about when, it. When you put it in, <laughs> when you put it in the edit, and you just see that thin line, you're yeah. like, oh fuck. Yeah, you just see a line, <laughs> dude. That's the fucking worst, bro. I'm like, oh no, dude, this is fucked up. You can, I've had some guests where you can see, like, you put it, I put it in there to edit, and you can see, like, where I'm talking and where they're talking very yeah, clear. Exactly. Because, like, I understand, like, the distance that you need to be at, uh, you know, just speak up a little bit, yeah. stuff like that. And you're, <laughs> you see that thin line, you're like, oh, God damn it. Yeah, bro. Or, like, uh, it was, uh, I can speak on this one. It was Tyler's episode. We did an entire podcast. And then, like, as soon as we get finished, um, I didn't, like, turn off the record. The fucking lights go out. And it fucked my whole SD card up. Like, the file was corrupt. Oh, like, shit. Yeah, so that's why his episode never published. Oh, Tyler Pete. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's why his episode never published. And that was a great podcast. Like, yeah. it was a great episode of the podcast, you know? It was uh, it was good, you know? He's interesting, so. Oh, dude, um, he's yeah, it was, so it was fucked. But, you know, he was cool. He was like, yeah, man, when you're ready, we'll do it again. Yeah. It's like, yeah, bro, my bad. <laughs> like, you know, I, it wasn't intentional, I promise. <laughs> yeah. No, man, there's, a, there's, like I said, there's a whole, to getting these shows put out there, it's, yeah. there is easy ways to do it. Yeah. Right. There's easy ways to do it. You could just not give a fuck and put it out there as it is. Don't edit. Just yeah. send it. But uh, I don't know, man. I think if you're going to take it serious, you got to, if you're going to take it serious, you got to do the edit and listen to it and for sure put really, some effort into it and when you cut it like for me at least i'm ocd so when i cut something out i'm listening and like i'm adjusting the um adjusting how loud something is to where yeah. it's seamless and yeah. if you ever listen to if if anyone's ever if any of your listeners have ever listened to one of my podcasts like you it's hard to find where i've edited yeah. because it's so it's like seamless and that's you know because I feel like it's a better product that way. Yeah, man. You've got a uh, shit. You got a, you, what are you, you on like 15, 16? I just posted 15 today. 15? I just yeah, posted 15 you got today. A, a lot of good episodes, man. All of them so far have been really good. You know, I've, I've listened to probably about eight of them. Yeah. And yeah, I've, they're, they're all really good. Appreciate you. Yeah, bro. Appreciate that, man. Hell yeah. I have, man, I had so much other shit on here. <laughs> well, uh, that's how me and you do, though. We just start going. Yeah, bro. And I was just picking and pulling and shit. What else? What, what you uh uh covid COVID, like just i guess it's not even necessarily the aftermath i guess we're still dealing with that shit right yeah covid I'm trying to figure it out i mean texas is kind of good now yeah man that's what i love about this state you know and um honestly i think uh i love I, man he's like an idol now i love the dude elon but i think he's an alien yeah he, he picked oh, yeah. he picked real. the uh the right place to to be 
you know for of course he's fucking of super genius yeah what's that he's coming up with like his own little town or city man a starship he can Texas do whatever or some he shit. wants space bait he's shit. so fucking smart yeah bro it's crazy. he knows how to make it work too man that's the thing yeah it's nah. yeah he just op- fully optimized and you know just able to just like just make a day work like i can't even imagine you know i do three things in the day and i think i'm i've done a lot like this dude's probably doing 30 things oh in the day. yeah and stuff way more important than anything we'll ever do absolutely <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah bro sure. <laughs> hell yeah man um oh yeah, yeah. that's the future of podcasting in southeast texas you know we got this Ooh. show we got your show we got um uh, a to z we got a got a handful of podcasts you think we'll see more podcasters in the I hope so. Me and you talked about this. Yeah. Me and you talked about this like a year ago. Yeah. And uh, we were saying like, man, if we're the first, some of the first ones and um, man, if we can just show that it's like, you know, I'm, I've had some deals offered to me yeah. for ads and I've turned them all down just because they didn't make sense. Mm. And uh, well, we'll talk about it off air, but uh, they didn't make sense. But like, you know, just already in, and with the consistency, I don't know if you saw my post, my show in it, in its category, yeah. Got ranked 100, uh, 185th in its category. Yeah, yeah. And I was 11 episodes in at I the time. I think I saw that post. It was on Facebook. Yeah. yeah. And uh, and I, don't, I mean, I don't know how. Yeah. And, hell, there might be 185 podcasts in that category. That's still pretty cool. <laughs> but yeah. regardless, you know, I, I doubt it. There's millions of podcasts. But yeah. uh, but to be ranked and be that high that early on, yeah, it's like... Um, it just shows that something something's working, and this is it is possible to yeah. get what you want out of it. Yeah. And uh, me, and you talked about like a year ago. Me and you both were saying, man, if we can be the kind of the first ones to do it, and uh, actually end up making you know uh, money on it and doing it full time and showing yeah. showing that it is possible to people, then I think more people are going to follow suit. Uh, yeah. Just recently, um, my buddy Ryan Johnson and uh, Junior went, or you, you know Tam, yeah. yeah. Junior, Tam, whatever. They're starting a podcast. Really? Yeah, they're starting. Oh one. hell yeah, that's good. So, uh, and I mean, I don't know if I don't know if I had anything to do with that, or or you had anything to do with that, like motivating them. But yeah, regardless, I like to see it. Yeah, I'm, for sure. For and sure. I just I just talked to him before you pulled up. I was like, yeah, dude. I was like, whenever you need somebody, just let me know. Yeah, yeah. And, that's uh, hell yeah. That's badass. No, yeah. I, I hope more people do it. I mean, it's it's fun regardless. It is fun, even bro. if you don't want to. Even if you don't want to. Um, you know, make a try to make some sort of career out of it or some sort of business out of it. Yeah, it's fun. Exactly, it's fun. You it's, get to it's meet to interesting do. people. You you get to meet interesting people. Um, I wouldn't have met half the people I've met uh, that are from like our area. Yeah. Uh, if it weren't for the podcast, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, I can walk into certain places now. You know what I'm saying? And I know that person. Mm-hmm. You know, we have a good time. Or I get the hookup on shit. Like, you know, it's cool. You know, it's it's a fun thing to do, whether it be super big or, you know, um, just local. Like coming into this, I really wanted it. I was like swinging for the fences. Right. I wanted it to be huge. But right. now I'm like, I'm, I'm comfortable with it being local. You, you know? just got to know it's going to grow, though. Yeah. It's yeah. going to grow. I mean, it's and you're and that's another thing I'll tell people who if they're interested in getting in the podcast and you can't get discouraged because like sometimes you I, you probably know this. I I actually wanted to talk to you about this. Have you noticed that you don't know, like you have an episode where you think it's going to hit and like it's going to go off and then it doesn't. And then you have another episode where you're like, that one fucking suck. We didn't really talk about anything. And for whatever reason, it blew the fuck up. It blew the fuck up. Or even like, uh, because, you know, I took that little break or whatever, right? I went and just checked like the numbers uh, last night and 
every episode is still getting plays. Yeah. You know, and I'm like, I haven't published, I mean, I haven't promoted shit, yeah. you know, but it's because it's out there. People are going to find it. Yeah, for sure. You know, for whatever reason. So, yeah, you just can't get to people. You just keep doing it. Keep yeah. doing it. Don't get discouraged if, uh, you know, I've had a couple episodes where they didn't do well for whatever reason. Yeah, whether a, whether it's my promotion, you know, me promoting it, it didn't do well. Whatever it is, it's probably yeah. my fault. But that's fine because then I will post another one and it fucking blows up, and I'm like, "What? How? Yeah, how did this happen?" That's just the internet, though. Yeah, you know, like for sure, the smallest things can uh, become so big. You know. Yeah, for sure, man. Crazy shit. Well. Well, my my brother it was a pleasure having you on. You know, uh, it's yeah, it's course. always a pleasure, man. You know, we we'll always shoot the shit and uh, be be on each other's shows. And, yeah, help each know, other out, man. For sure. We for didn't sure. even get to talk about your uh, about what you're doing with early motor works and all that. So, uh, well, uh, just really quick. Um, so basically, man, what it is is for the people that don't know what it is. It, it started off as like a car flipping business. My brother and I would go, we find cars, whether it be at an auction or it be an individual, we find cars. And we were just going to buy them, put a little work into them, and then flip them. But now we're starting to buy, like, better cars. Mm-hmm. And we're going to, like, customize them, whether it be outsourced or we do the work, and then flip them. That way the branding becomes more rich, if that yeah, makes sense. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, we won't just be known as some some uh, used car Used business, car dealers, yeah. You know? Slinging them used vehicles. Yeah, fucking. Because, I mean, that could, be ba- yeah, that could be good and bad. You know, I know a lot of used car dealers that sell fucking lemons. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know and i don't want to be known for that yeah. you know, I want to be known for for quality you know and like yeah. you said just be good in whatever it is that you do so sure. um that that alone has been taking most of my time and i think that's one reason i took a break and also i'm a i'm a car i'm no mechanic by any means or you know there are a lot more people knowledgeable on cars than than me but i'm a fan of cars you know yeah. especially sports cars um you know it's uh <laughs> yeah I, I gotta honestly you know i chuckle because i need to slow down right now i have three personal cars and i need to slow the fuck down because there's other shit that i need to take care of yeah you know so uh that's basically what it is man but honestly we're going to um try to try to blow that up my brother and i we're going to start a youtube channel eventually um our youngest brother i have an 18 year old brother mm-hmm. he's like a he's really good at video editing so we're going to get him to uh, maybe shoot the videos for us. And in return, you know, we'll buy him like a little car, you know, to play with or something. And we uh, help him customize it, do all the cool shit to it. Yeah. Um. You know, and just sort of blow that up, uh, you know. But really, that's where most of my time has been going. Yeah. You know, that. But now that that is starting to sort of automate itself, if you will, um, I'm trying to get back in this and do everything and just sort of balance everything out. When, like you said, like. I think I think we were texting about it one night when and I told you I was like man I was like get a schedule that works for you with yeah. podcasting because really it, I mean as much as we were saying like how hard it is and it's time consuming and all that stuff it really is but also if you have the schedule it's not that bad it's not that bad if you have everything on pay, like outlined yeah it's if not you bad just at set all. aside the time for it it's not that bad yeah true. me I don't really set aside the time for it I just make time for it. Yeah, if if that makes sense, I'm just like I'm makes, just gonna I'm gonna get it done regardless. Yeah, it makes perfect sense, man. I think what separates, I mean, you're obviously like a creative, but what separates like uh the creatives from like the the naysayers is 
uh, or even, you know, this this short period, I caught myself being super scatterbrained. And it's because, like, I didn't have, like, a shelf to organize mentally. I didn't have a shelf to organize all this shit. You know what I'm saying? I'm starting to learn and I'm building shelves in my head to to store and organize every idea that I have. That yeah. way I can pull from that motherfucker and pull the trigger and execute it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, cause I'll start something and it's the same with these three cars that I own. You know, like I'll start working on one. In the middle of working on it, I'll stop doing what I'm doing and go work on another one. Because you had an idea for something. Exactly. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So like I'm with you. Yeah. So just in life, you know, like now I'm trying to, like you said, just schedule out everything. You know, like put we got 24 hours in the day. Eight of it, we're probably going to sleep. 16, eight of it, we might going to work. You know, uh, it leaves us with eight hours of free time, just a normal schedule. Um, you have to sort of schedule up that eight hours or 10 hours or whatever it is. If you, man, if you, people can just learn how to utilize that time and like, right, know how to make it the most effective, you get so much done. Yeah. So much done. The best thing is just fucking best advice is just do it whatever yeah. whatever you got to do just go like that's nike, it like nike fucking killed it with their slogan just do it <laughs> it's literally that's ex- well damn all right <laughs> well that's exactly what it is like if you just fucking make yourself do it yeah then that, that's it bro and just go like and once you get momentum going just go just my, keep going. my biggest problem like and this has been since like school like my biggest problem was in the midst of doing something, like I'm rushing because I feel like I don't have enough time. Yeah. So that's all I'm thinking about is like time decreasing and I don't have enough time to do the shit I'm doing, you know. But once you're doing it and like if you're effective, you know, and you just optimize your schedule, you're fine. You'll you'll be no, good, you know, good. Just, if t- just be efficient with it, with everything, yeah. you know. So, yeah, man. Um, any last words? I mean, by by now, I think everyone knows that uh, well, where they can reach you or how they can reach you. But for the new people that are uh, just new to the show, how can everybody reach you and find your show? Yeah. Um, so on every th- I'm pretty good on everything. The Instagram and Facebook, if you want to find the podcast, if you want to find the podcast anywhere, it's just Fuller's House podcast. Uh, that's that's the Instagram. That's the Facebook. If you uh, go to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, search Fuller's House, it'll be up. Uh, and then personal Instagram is just uh, Cade Fuller underscore. And then, uh, yeah, man, I think that's it. I got a TikTok, too. But yeah. I don't know how. <laughs> we'll see how that goes. And the same thing, TikTok's just Fuller's house. So Yeah, there's a lot of good clips on there, too. I, I caught the uh, uh, some of the clip from your new, newest episode, man. I was getting a, a laugh out of that, like the worst date. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Some crazy shit. Something about a warrant, <laughs> dude. Hit that. Yeah, I'll, I'll tell your listeners go listen to episode fifteen if you want to hear the worst fucking date and the most gullible guy of all time. By the way, Tyler and I told him that I was like, you're, I was like, what are you like? This would have never happened to me. I would have never like. She wouldn't have made it past step three whenever she got in the car with a fucking attitude. I'd have been slammed the door. I'd have been like, oh, time to go. Time to <laughs> eject those cedo cuz. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Hell yeah, man. Well, I appreciate you coming on, bro. Yeah, of course, man. Thanks for having me. Yes, sir. Until next time, everybody.